Welcome. Welcome. I was trying to find the question real quick. <laughs> welcome, to the, <laughs> welcome to the Dialogue Choices podcast. We answer questions sometimes and also talk about whatever the actual fuck comes to mind. <laughs> questions Speaking are, of coming to mind. Do, question, you, sorry, like with, the way, with the way my brain goes, like questions are such a great structure for a podcast because... Like, that was the 100 episodes of the Q&A I did, is just, I would just get viewer questions, and then I'd answer one per, like, 45 minutes, because I would go on, like, 75 tangents, and, like, it's like, we just need us. it's like, uh, it's like crystals. Like, you got your fucking chemicals, <laughs> you got your chemical sludge in a pool, and you just need one contaminant in there to, like, for everything to start latching onto, and then suddenly the crystals just all take form and all that. Do you know anything about that? I know, I know that's how a, that works. Yeah. More that's, or less. How, that's how crystals like do they need a they need a nucleus and, and and like questions half the time are just the nucleus for the tangents. Just like how like we had the structure of the the uh the movie thing became like like us <laughs> listening fifteen movies was four hours. <laughs> because yeah. you just you just need a skeleton to move things on. Anyway, hey, I'm Keith. Sup. That's Colonel. I'm Colonel. And that's Andrew. Yes. Yeah. He's also here. Everyone's here. Yay! Not Except everyone, Stephan- the dead well, people. Yeah, Stephanie's not here. Stephanie Jesus. is uh, more guest we- status, even though she was in the first episode. But she won't be consistently around necessarily because she has a day job. That Didn't we does establish not have regular before hours. that she uh, had perished? Yeah, no, she's dead. She's dead oh, and buried. Okay, but yes. like you know, when she's done with her shift of being dead, uh, the necromancer <laughs> can bring her by, and you know. That's how I do. Boom. Deep lore. So yeah, how this lore's getting really deep, actually. Yeah, we'll just keep, we'll just keep yes-anding like, it for the next 300 podcast yes, episodes mean. until it just is its own cinematic universe. Then so we'll get a movie tie-in and animations. How, how much do you hate timed dialogue choices? Since we're, since, like, that, that's our, that's our... You mean, like, in a... Tying to dialogue choices? No, no, no timed, timed, as in, like, a, with a, with a time, timer. Like, oh, uh, I, I hate like timed dialogue choices. <laughs> yeah. But how much do you hate it? They're, they're the fucking worst. Uh, for me, <laughs> for me, there's only, you have to do it very well. And sometimes Telltale can do it well, in that it's less a dialogue choice and more of, like, a choice of, like do an action like who which of these people do i save in this intense situation that is tense and like it's clearly communicated but it might have ramifications later that you don't foresee but that's like how it would be for the player themselves and so on like that kind of stuff can be like really interesting but then you play like alpha protocol and it pisses me off (laughs) yeah i was thinking of that because the game never fucking stops talking and you have to queue you have to you have to proactively queue up your dialogue choice in advance so that they, they, they designed it so that the game never never pauses like they want you the your choice will play out the moment that uh they finish talking uh so what you do is you you essentially press a button and instead of like instantly selecting it it, it just kind of is highlighting that option and it will activate that option the moment they finish talking but it'll also auto highlight something if you don't pick something in time and it'll just play itself and just ruin your character but the problem is that it does like the Mass Effect thing where it makes your dialogue choices vague instead of just explaining them in th- thoroughly and in, in their entirety. Also known as the Fallout 4 thing, too, where it's just like, what do these <laughs> even mean? Uh, but on top of that, uh, in many cases, they're like misleading and confusing. So you, you genuinely don't know what your character is going to say, but you have to pick it under a time limit. And so your character just becomes this incoherent mess. And it's all for the sake of trying to make these these dialogue moments like 
feel like they're paced well or something. But I don't only... think that's why they. Well, that's why they exist. But sorry, finish. But I think finish I think the... I think I think it's part of it. But like the the only people that benefits is the audience of a let's play. <laughs> like they're the only people. Like wow, the pacing's so much better when it never stops. But like for the pl- for the player. Ramble. Yeah, like for every for every human player that's in the world playing that game, they're just like ah, it just keeps going. It's just ah, that. Like I, I had to be convinced by a Racific video that Alpha Protocol was worth playing because I played Alpha Protocol when it came out and it lasted like half an hour because the dialogue put me off so hard that I stopped playing the entire game. Well, that's dia- my experience as well. Well, the, the dialogue and the gameplay. <laughs> like I, yes. I, I played like the very very first mission and immediately I was like, this is somehow worse than mass effect one because like mass effect one was a game that i also like i put it down the first time i played it because i hit it i the combat just felt wrong because it looked like it should play like gears of war but it didn't play like gears of war like it was just it was all slightly wrong and off from gears of war despite being a cover shooter uh but then i came around to it and now mass effect one's like one of my favorite games of all time but I'm playing it right now, and, had, and the the shooting does have bugs. Yeah, like every yeah, once in a while, yeah. if you want to shoot, it doesn't shoot for like, no what, reason whatsoever. That's new. That's not a thing I experienced on Xbox. But uh, it's not uh, very common, but it does happen. And there's the the cover system is not as intuitive as it should be. No, in Parker it doesn't have like a lock on and so and so on. But like yeah, yeah, like I played the Eden Prime mission of Mass Effect One, and I put the game down for like a month <laughs> because <laughs> I just I was like I didn't like that. Uh, but in, in uh, Alpha Protocol's case, I put it down forever. And oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the Ra- Race of Big a video hyping that game up somewhat. And it's like, ah, oh, what a brilliant, interesting mess. Exactly the kind of game that I like to look into on my channel, like an- Anachronox and whatnot. So, like, you know what? I'll give it a second shot. And uh, I was right about a lot of things. <laughs> uh, it has some really interesting ambitions and crazy branching narratives and so on, but you won't really experience that playing it once, and it's not fun enough to play twice. So it's kind of like, eh. But uh, yeah, the, the gameplay is trash almost across the board, and the dialogue, while amusing and sometimes well written, the uh, the actual like way it's implemented, where it's all in real time and going too fast, and in many cases you don't even you don't even get to finish hearing what they're going to say before your next dialogue choice is already queued yeah. up and chosen. So it's just like, it's just a, it's, it's a disaster. <laughs> you pretty much just have to like mindlessly do exactly what people, it's what cr- people criticize mass effect for and KOTOR for is like mass effect in particular. It streamlined things to a wheel and then made, if you're just going to mindlessly play one alignment and not consider the dilemmas, you're just going to pick like that one corner every single time a conversation happens. That's where your dialogue tends to go, like the light, like your your renegade or paragon corner, and like yeah, Alpha Protocol's that, but worse because you don't have time to understand the dialogue, so you just reflexively pick your corner that you usually pick and hope it works out. And that's like <laughs> so much worse. Yeah, that's uh, probably the worst example in any game that I know. Yep. What about you, Andrew? How much do you hate them? Uh, I don't really play games with them, so I don't experience <laughs> them there very often, <laughs> thankfully. I think if it's not a Telltale game, I don't really... And, and yeah, I don't really come into contact with time dialogue choices. Because, yeah, they're not, they're not great. It's not, a, it's not an enjoyable way for me to experience a story because I like to think about... I, you know, just in real life, I like to think about the things I'm going to say right? before yeah. I say them. I don't yeah. just like... And uh, yeah, and especially like the problem Keith said is it, in a lot of Telltale games, 
I say yes, and it goes, yeah, I also fucking hate that guy. I'm like, no, 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 I just <laughs> wanted to say yes. Why did you say the other part? And it's like, well, we didn't have space to write the whole thing. It's like, then don't give me that. Then don't just say yes. Like, yes, dot, 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 insult. I Just something else that makes me know I'm not just selecting a choice that's going to screw me in the end because you didn't yeah. provide context. Like an like alpha protocol, levels, if you pick the left option, sometimes you just become, you just harass people. <laughs> like, are you like, one, are you, are you hit on someone very badly? And I'm like, I didn't know yeah. I was going to say that. My, there's, yeah. yeah, there's some of those lines are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or there's some, there's some, one of my favorite lines of the entire game is when you tell, you, you tell Scarlet to go like work her moves on someone. But of course you didn't know you were going to say that you just picked like the left option and hope for the best. And then you're like, Oh God, what are you doing? Mike or whatever your name is. And then Scarlet's like, wow, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to grow up to be a honey trap. And it's like, it's the funniest line in the entire game, but it's also me getting dunked on for a thing that I didn't actually choose. So it's infuriating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I've played a lot of visual novels, and knowing what you're saying is really important, and not being told what you're going to say is is indicative of a bad game design. Like, you don't... Nobody nobody likes to be tricked into uh, picking the wrong choice, and it yeah. only goes double when you're playing with Ernest. When you're like, oh no, I honestly want to roleplay as this character, I'm going to make this choice as this character, and then it goes like, okay, here's all this other stuff you didn't... We'll go and yeah. it's like, well, I only like thanks being, for breaking the immersion. I only like being tricked if I pick a dialogue choice, knowing full well what it is and what it means and so on, and then there's unforeseen consequences. Yeah, I like only, The Witcher. Because that's just storytelling. If, well, yeah, that's different. But I also, like, that, yeah, when I, if I say <clears throat> yes to something and someone goes like, actually, because you said yes, I'm going to kill you. It's like, oh, shit. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, that's on me. I guess yeah. I didn't know you were a bad person. But uh, that's, that's why it's worth I noting, also, too, that like as far as I can remember in Walking Dead, for example, uh, timed dialogue choices are a deliberate choice that's used selectively. If I remember correctly, I believe that throughout the game, you actually just get to pick whatever thing you want to and at and you get to take your sweet time on a regular basis. But it's like specific moments, I think, are the timed moments because those are the moments that are important. And it's like, here's okay, here's a tense thing, and it's meant to be tense, but we've made a point to set up the choice so that you understand what you're doing, so now it's just a matter of like having the time pressure to make the choice. Like, save but this character it, or that character. I yeah, think even I, in those <laughs> occasions, it's still, what Andrew is talking about, it still matters. Still, the, the what, what Andrew said about stopping and thinking. But I... I I like so here's the thing. I I get the idea of split second decision yeah, decisions. Sometimes there there is something that comes up that is very quick. You have to make a you know, you have to make a snap decision on something. Like uh I use Walking Dead as an example. Someone gets bit, you gotta make a snap decision on if you're gonna cut their arm off or not, or you're just gonna blow their brains out. Um like, you know, because mm, you either yeah. want to stop them from getting infected or you're just gonna let them get infected because you know, whatever. But, uh, so you need to, like, make a yes-no decision when someone goes, like, well, you know, do I cut my arm off? And you're like, yes! Uh, the difference <laughs> is, um, uh, the, the difference being that if, if you're trying to give the player a choice that requires more context, uh, or, like, it's going to be a, a deep, exp like, explanation for something, just add more dialogue choices in between. You can say, like, you know, you can add a dialogue choice of someone agreeing or saying a certain thing like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And the person goes, why? And then you can rest your case with another dialogue choice. And even if the choices aren't, 
you know, you can do the, again, do the telltale thing where like, well, two of these choices are important. The rest of them are kind of like, haha. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a, uh, there's a little bit of a deus ex where like, yeah, there's negotiations yeah. in human revolution where you're like, I can't tell ha- ha- which, which dialogue choices are high impact here or if they're all important and how I, you, you like, you don't know what dials are being moved in the background and that makes it really tense. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've uh, been very lucky now that I'm playing Human Revolution and I've been sort of like trying to read into what the game wants in those negotiations, uh, but I can definitely see what you're what you're, where you're coming from because it's usually like pressure. And, well, yeah, like, uh, the, like the very fir- the very first uh, interrogationy negotiationy kind of scene you have in the entire game, like the end of the of the intro level with the eye patch mm-hmm. guy, is like, oh god, this is a whole new system and it's working differently <clears> than I'm used to, and it's like. <laughs> It's tense because you're you're kind of uncomfortable because you don't have the the usual safety net of like just sort of hanging out and exhausting the dialogue like you do in like a Dragon Age game or whatever, and then making a choice when you're done or whatever. Yeah, you're like I yeah. I, I don't know which parts of this thing count or if they all count and what what is the system? I think I know yeah. why the why these why the timed I I don't remember what for, what the game was that I first saw timed dialogue choices in. Uh, but it was definitely around the era of the Xbox 360. I don't think it, they existed before that. Um, but what I, what I think, what I, um, what Andrew is talking about, especially in in the in the visual novel, where it's just text after text, you you, you spend your time reading a lot. Um, yeah. And in old school RPGs, that's the same thing. Well, among, in some among old school, like among other things, it's tied to dialogue being voiced. Because dialogue used to all a lot of dialogue used to be just entirely text, yeah. and so they had to just let you sit there and read the dialogue boxes, and then then scroll through your seventy five possible responses in in a Planescape Torment, and so on. The, yeah, the thing is, but, for even for dialogue that is voiced, you still like the enjoyment of a an RPG or a it doesn't have to be an RPG, but a video game that has a lot of dialogue, uh, and the enjoyment of a visual novel, it's very different from the enjoyment of a TV series. And uh, that's why, or even a movie. And that's why in movies or a TV series, there's not like very, very long scenes. There's other reasons for that, but the the pacing becomes like it's fundamentally different the pacing in a movie or in a TV series than in a video game. In a video game, you can have a dialogue for a half an hour with a character if you need be. Oh, and yeah. the reason is is the same as you can read a book for half an hour about the same thing because it's just a different type of writing. Oh yeah, uh, like video games are to TV shows what TV shows are to movies. <laughs> Like, it's, yeah. like, such a wide... On some of these games, it's like, I'm going to play this one game that's functioning like a season of a TV show, basically, for 40 hours. And it's going to be <laughs> a lot of me standing still and talking to people. So, you need... The thing is, you need time to take a break. You need time to be able to absorb and stop and think a little bit. Of course, people are going to play the way they want to. And some people just even don't even wait for the dialogue to be narrated. They just sort of skim and, and go with whatever choice they want. But... I, I like I'll I'll never forget because it's an amazing game and also because it's an amazing character. The moment I realized what I believe Parvati from the, uh, the Outer Worlds is supposed to be, and no spoilers here, but she is, in my opinion, a player insert in an RPG, which is I have never seen. Um, you know how in movies you have the viewer inserts and and people who are there to yeah. Normally yeah. the assumption that a, the game's player insert is the protagonist. Yeah, because you play but, them. <laughs> I think in the Outer Worlds, Parvati is there as a second layer to that because she, the way she talks, uh, there's there's reason for that. I, I, I'm not gonna go into spoilers right now, but the, my point is, the moment I I understood that, 
was in the middle of a dialogue. We, I was just talking to her, and uh, she said some lines, and I was like, wait a minute, she, this is a pattern. Now, I, I was detecting a pattern. So I stopped that dialogue, and I, I processed that. Of course, I was doing a Let's Play, so I rambled about it for 10 minutes. But with the time choice, there's, it's just it's a, an endless barrage. If, there's, if, it's like, if it's like a movie, you can't stop, because it, 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 it doesn't let you. It's on purpose to not do that. But mo- games have that tool where you can stop, and it doesn't break the game. And you can think about it. It's like a book or like a visual novel. With Parvati, there's almost a weird aspect where like she goes on the hero's journey, but you're playing the mentor character that takes her on it, but you don't die. (laughs) Oh, you don't die because that's a trope. Yeah, because the 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 Obi Wan Kenobi character always dies in those stories because it's always like you you're like in a small like farm village or whatever the hell, and then you think that's going to be your whole life. And you're settling into that, but there's some sort of discontent. Then a big thing happens that shakes up your life, and you have you have the call to action to go on this big quest. And like an old mentor figure kind of guides you on the opening steps and gives you the information you need for this quest, and then promptly gets murdered. Uh, and then you have to go off and and you and you change and you grow and you rise up. But then when you defeat your big thing, then you can't really ever go back home. Which is what happens to Frodo. That's what happens to Luke. Like they never go back to their original home again because they've changed too much for their for where they came from. But in this case, yeah, you don't you don't die in Outer Worlds because you're the protagonist. I think that's one. That's that's the literal what happens literally to to Parvati. But I I was thinking more in who she is as a person. Like for me, one thing that really marked me for for her as a character is when she first describes the boss of Edgewater and she says it's not really evil or it's not really mean not really and uh, I think Parvati is always very preoccupied with what goes in the like in the soul of souls of each person and 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 that's why that's how I think that's how she relates to the world every every one of her lines is supposed to be there and it's kind of that is an interesting thing because in a game that is preoccupied with satirizing system or a system, um, her character doesn't really gel with the overall storyline. And if you as a player go into the outer worlds and, and try to place the blame on individuals for whatever is happening in that in that the outer worlds, uh, you're going to miss the tree for or you're going to miss the forest for the trees. And Parvati does miss the forest for the trees, I feel. Uh, so that's yeah. why I, that's like I think when I realized that it was like a breakthrough for me, but. I think that happens a lot. Like, that is the point of visual novels. I, I haven't played many of them, or I've played two I, only. Yeah, Parvati is basically the deuteragonist. Like, I like how you all had this experience. I just didn't have companions the whole fucking game. <laughs> yeah, he, which is a, which is a just, choice people make. People just choose not yeah. to have companions. I There's just so much There's so much stuff I I didn't have exposure to just out of sheer necessity to get through yeah. it. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me that, like... Because you played it, like, Fallout. Yeah, and I keep forgetting that there's... Uh, that there is that option. Like, I started the DLC back up, and I got on my ship, and because, like, the DLC is dumb, and I messed up on saving a spot, uh, I had to go back to a pretty far save to play it, because I was already inside of the final chapter, and you can't say You know, you can't go back uh, mm-hmm. to your ship before then. Um... Like Mass oh, Effect it style. doesn't take place after the story? No, it takes place no, in the middle, middle of the story. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, it is There's very a, frustrating. The game and makes a save on, for the point of no return, but... No, uh, it doesn't. For me, it did. 
It did not for me. It's very close to the end. But it might, you world. might have broken it because you killed everybody. You so the end didn't know it was the point I'll of no return. You. That was already... The beginning but, uh, was the point of no return this? for Andrew. But I had to go... So I like re- returned to an old save. And I I like started doing the, the, the storyline quest. Um, and then like... As I was doing it, I got brought onto the center of the ship. Like, so uh, I got brought into like the center of the ship because like the call to action happens, and then it brings you to uh, the round table where all your people sit. Um, yeah. And I forgot I had two companions at one time that I kept on the ship because I needed them for something. <laughs> you had the, the saddest and, conversation. Oh, did you? La- yeah, did, so, you like, did you later get rid of them or something? Yeah, so I brought them on so I could uh, so I could use them for a specific uh, mission because I wanted to get like a weapon that they give for doing a mission or something, and then I just got rid of them. Uh, and so, uh, so I had, you on, had I, Nyoka probably and uh, Sam. Yeah, remember I was always uh, yeah. tiptoeing around that because the the fucking game every time you talk to somebody it's just right there in the dialogue. It's like, hey, get the fuck off my ship! <laughs> and it's like you have to yes. carefully not press it all game. Yeah, yeah, and I, uh, so, like, I, yeah, I got the call to action, and then it, st- it goes to this round table, it's like, so, uh, what we got here, Captain? I'm like, who the fuck, who let you onto my fucking ship again? Why the fuck <laughs> are you guys here? And I was like, oh, god, I forgot to kick you out, so I immediately, like, uh, went through the dialogue all really quickly, and then I, uh, reloaded my save, ignored the call to action, went over, and kicked both of them out of my ship, and then went to the call to action, so I got to the story. <laughs> So you can be alone. What happens when, yeah, you kick, they were, when you kick people off? What happens? Do they just vanish from the game, or can you like go recruit them again? I don't know. I never. I never turned around. You, like, know, you, just, just, you never just encountered I, them on a previous planet again. No, I just kept. I just kept walking. I did. <laughs> uh, I think I did go back to the. No. Uh, so I was gonna say you go back to that space station a lot. So like you'd probably encounter the redhead again. What's it called? Uh, the girl from the first part. Parvati? Of, yeah, Parvati. Who's voiced by Anth- uh, by Ashley Birch. There's, she shows up later in the game uh, for something what? in particular. That's interesting. There, there was a part where like she showed up for me later in the game somewhere, and she's like, yeah, we're, we're friends. And I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I was like, I've never had you the entire game. Who the fuck is this person? I was like, is this like... Is this a person I should know? And it was like, yeah, this is your first companion. It's like, well, I didn't even accept your offer. I told you no. <laughs> like, there are how games, did you think? There are games that that they that just don't know what to do if you behave certain ways. Like they don't account for the idea that a player will behave certain ways that they technically they, allowed. Yeah, I ran, don't I give ran, me that option. I ran into this that. in like the the first year of my channel. I covered uh, Bound by Flame because I was hungry to find like Souls likes to try to you know continue the wave of like the audience I had so far and it's like, okay, it's a, it's a, it's got lock on targeting and a stamina system and it's an action RPG. It's like close enough or whatever. <laughs> uh, but there was this, uh, I, I had clear favorites in my companions and then I had specific companions that I just, I didn't like them. And there was, a, As there was we all do. there was this one lady that I, don't know, I think she might've been religious or she was supposed to be like the pure character or something like that. I've, it's been, the game this was like seven years ago so it's harder to remember now or six years ago is the launch of the ps4 uh but she like <laughs> i i just didn't like her even a little bit and thought she was so boring and just did wonder just didn't want to even acknowledge the idea that she could be a party member because you can only have like one party <laughs> member at a time i think and there were just way better options uh so i never did it i never talked to her never dealt with her 
And then at the end of the game, she's like, after all we've been through, how could you betray us? And stuff like that. When I'm like, <laughs> I'm like killing her off at the end of the game. And I'm like, I don't even know your name. <laughs> Did we even talk like, to each other? Like, she, like, like, like there's, there's times where characters get so like, how could this happen? You, my favorite or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know you. <laughs> Yeah, that's even worse than what happened to me the last time I played KOTOR, where um, a certain romance could have been developed, but then I decided not to, um, for one reason or another. And then in the end, it was just like, you have one last hurrah, one last chance to uh, develop that romance, and yeah. it feels so awkward and so forced, it's, I was like, oh my god. That, that seems strange. I also vaguely did everything right kind of but not quite so it didn't work and i was and, it, and the, the it, it's it's like when you're used to more modern bioware games you're like oh wow romances are really easy you basically just decide that's the path you want to go down and it largely just kind of works but in kotor bastila is so convoluted uh that it's straight up like i thought she had half, she half had the time to... you don't know why you failed if you even do fail and then there's another character who is so complicated and so convoluted, oh, yeah. but also so buggy that people still can't tell what the rules are for her. <laughs> like, they literally oh, oh. can't tell, like, do you have to be light side or dark side or male or female? And it's like, it's so up in the air because they can't tell which part is the logic of the game and which part is bugs. <laughs> I went and uh, looked into a video when you mentioned that in the last episode of KOTOR. Yeah, because uh, I didn't even know you could do that. I've played the game multiple yeah, people, times. And I had no there's idea videos that. on YouTube about people doing that. My favorite, like, if we're talking about killing off characters, my favorite, like, Bioware can do it and has done it. Di Dragon Age Origins, for me, is their, is my favorite Bioware game uh, yeah. of all that I've played. <clears throat> and um, I did the choice of uh, the murder of the the character. I'm not going to spoil it for right now. And uh, too much anger in the comments and in the like section. <laughs> but uh, the game played out. I, I, I really thought it was a, it was a great thing. Like, because it's relatively early, or I mean, I suppose in the ending sequence. Oh yeah, no. Let, let's playing RPGs is super weird because there's supposed to be this this vast possibility of choices that are possible, but people will be mad at you if you don't <laughs> play a specific way. And part of that yeah. is, yeah, like you. Part of the requirement of how to correctly play an RPG for the public, just like how like Dark Souls viewers are like mad if you summon ever. Uh, RPG <laughs> people are mad if you ever don't recruit every single companion and keep them around, and then and then also probably marry the one they want and so on. Like I still get people yelling at yeah. me for which characters I I, I coupled up with in, in Inquisition and so on. But also like I did a dick playthrough of like at the beginning of my channel, I was afraid of doing a full RPG because I'd never done it before and it seemed like it'd take forever and I didn't know what I, what I was getting into. So I figured one way of simplifying it is I, I I'd role play this angry elf mage that's just a that's just totally a uh what do you call it someone that just makes reasonable like uh stoic like deliberate choices that is like utilitarian uh Pragma pragmatic like he was just gonna be completely yeah. pragmatic and straightforward but also kind of a dick and just try to get through his goals so yeah you get faced with choices with like characters like sten it's like this guy's a murderer and it's like all right bye <laughs> like just take it at face value and move on and don't interrogate the entire quest and do the whole chain to get like a companion and like you end up like abandoning or killing like half of the possible characters and you have like three <laughs> yeah. party members total and it's like a completely different fucking setup 
But like, yeah, yeah people don't like it that. People don't that like happened, those playthroughs. That happened to me in uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Uh, and while I have a lot of other problems with Pathfinder Kingmaker, the aspect of you being able to kill off companions or potential companions is a really fun one. Uh, there's like at least three companions that the first, which is a, a worrying coincidence. Uh, there's at least three companions that the first introduction to to you is them basically bullying one of your companions, and it, twice it's the the little kid mage. She's not kid. She's like she. The game says that she's about twenty or something. Um, like she a, was isn't like, she a like a gnome or something. Or a <clears throat> no, I'm talking about about the um, the one the redhead mage. I don't remember her name. No. Um, but yeah, they, they specifically, like, once, there's there's this one guy, he's evil, but still, there's this one guy where he's, like, trapped in, in some mud or whatnot. You arrive, and you say your thing as your character, and then her she says uh, something else, and he t- basically tells her to shut up. And I'm like, okay, you're dying, because there's an option here. You're dying right now. <laughs> and it turns out that's the only treasurer that you have for, like, the vast majority of the game. So it's, like, a terrible decision. But he did. He did. <laughs> But you're making a choice based on their behaviors and not their like you, yeah. their role that they're going to turn out to have later. Yeah, because you don't even know that he's a companion. Yeah. Although, although I started to develop a, sec- uh, a sixth sense sort of thing, because whenever the game lets you kill a companion on the very first dialogue, or uh, sorry, uh, kill a companion on uh, kill a character on the very first dialogue, that's when you're talking to a companion. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I'm looking oddly- at my I'm looking at my gameplay now. And uh, it wasn't she. It wasn't the girl you're talking about. Basically, the narrator. That's Lindsay. Oh, isn't she? Yeah. Isn't she like the scribe recording the whole story or something? She left me in the tutorial because <laughs> she was so angry at my choices. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the, that's oh. uh, that's the <laughs> yeah. interesting thing is that you make choices in the intro, and it's like a it's like a ninety minute chunk of game, and then at the end of that, yeah. I think you get completely different party members based on how you played the intro. And There's the like narrator a, of the game can leave your party. Yeah, the game throws the game like ten. Of, the game throws like ten characters at you, and like it, and like, and like you get a completely different like grouping of them based on how you played the intro. It's such a cool idea. Yeah, it's. I think the beginning of the game is a lot stronger than than later on, but the the beginning that that is a really cool idea. I was upset that Lindsay unfortunately <laughs> came back because I didn't like her. She's like she's the worst. But the character I was talking about is Octavia. She shows up. Uh, pretty soon yeah but not in the intro i don't think yeah, i did a let's try of that i'd probably start over if i ever did a series but it's just there's so many so many fucking games <laughs> and like that game's also would, known for being monstrously long that that game is monstrously and long i'm just like i'm still got pillars two to do needlessly long i i had my let's play i think it was like 180 episodes half an hour each no 40 Jeez. minutes each and um I had to cheat for the yeah, last 25. It's still shorter than Pillars of Eternity, at least. Eh, the first one. But I literally had to engage God mode for the last 25 uh, episodes because <laughs> I could not beat the game. And people on the reviews, all of them say that the game is absolutely impossible to beat, even on the lowest difficulty. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that game is made for mean maxers. You know how Dungeons and Dragons has the plague of people who know every little nook and cranny and then just yeah, make... Yeah, the, the exhausting people. Those exhausting people were so were so attached to Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 oh, no. that they made Pathfinder, and now Pathfinder is, <sighs> like, is the yeah yeah no my, <laughs> and my the game co- is made for those col- people. My like college campaign group had this one guy that would 
min max so hard and rules lawyer so hard to get a broken character that he at one point he was like trying to do this system where he'd functionally have like three characters at once essentially because they were technically like <laughs> the thralls or whatever of the original character and like uh our dm got so sick of him that he had him run the campaign the next campaign uh and then one of the campaign encounters we had was like some sort of bizarre tentacled monster where every tentacle had a weapon so it was like a weird mimic nightmare and like no joke like there were so many actions happening per turn that every turn took half an hour and it's yeah. like oh, just chill the fuck out dude like at some point <laughs> at some point D supposed to be a fucking storytelling engine not just like combat simulator but, but like he, he was one he's one of the two people in my fucking vampire campaign that was just running into random suburban homes and murdering people and setting them on fire thinking it was a dungeon with loot or something as opposed to like <laughs> a suburban neighborhood that just is a suburban neighborhood because this is role playing and not everything that you can attack is a valid target to attack that's not how <laughs> D&D and other tabletop games work that's the thing is there's a lot of people for for whom the the whole notion of tabletop role playing is just you know, mid maxing and then the strategy, which yeah. is totally fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, you just gotta. I mean, you I, really need to like figure out what type of player you are first, and then yeah, find your group accordingly, yeah. and <laughs> not, not just like when you mix match people, it's such a mess because then you get a bunch of you get like two role players and three murder hobos, and like that doesn't, that's not gonna work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I get the impression that Pathfinder Kingmaker is made for those people. Not, not that it sacrifices the storytelling, although I have issues there, but it doesn't sacrifice it for the sake of combat. It's just that it is really, really like if uh, later in the game for the last easily 20 hours of the game, the vast majority of combat um, starts with you getting blinded. Your whole team gets blinded and blinding is permanent in that rule set. So you need to cast this spell that I, I, it's removed blindness and it, of course you have spell slots so it's like it requires you to sleep and sleeping requires rations and it's just it's it's like the worst thing that they could do is make you blind mm-hmm. all the, the whole team it's and it's also on dcs that are absolutely ludicrous like 25 dc who has that even like it's and it's every second it's like it's so ridiculous it's I, I, the ending is i i can't i still can't believe that they I I think it goes under the radar because so few people actually try to finish the game. I wouldn't be surprised. Like the clearance rate of like fifteen hour games is so bad. If you look at like PlayStation trophies and other (laughs) metrics and whatnot, you're like, wow, so many so few people beat this game. So then you look at these massive games, and you probably get a bunch of people that are like, oh yeah, that game was really cool. And they'll like recommend it and talk about it, how fun it was, and so on. But then like they'll be like, oh yeah, but I fell off it at some point. I never really got through it. Yeah. Yeah, um, like half the time I I start an RPG, people are talking about like, all right, time to try to beat this again, because <laughs> it's always a game <laughs> that they never got beat the first time because their do commitment. You, do you get people saying, "I'll I'll start watching this Let's Play when I finish the game"? Yeah, and they like, never come I, back. Like, oh, I gotta do another playthrough <laughs> to stay ahead, and then they probably never really make it. They never do. Yeah, but that, a, I think that's the, that's the why Let's Plays of RPGs are so good because people can know that when they get tired, they can come and watch. And yep. It's nice. Till they get <laughs> get banned for copyright reasons. Oh, hopefully not. Yay! I st- I I looked into it recently because I'd forgotten about it for a while. Uh, it's been more than a year now that sent that that uh, since I lost my like half the episodes of my Vampire the Masquerade playthrough. 
Oh, they never came back? No. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I, I forgot how long it's been because I guess 2020 it was distracting. Uh, but I recorded that playthrough in like April and the video, the copyright things happened in like September of last year. So the, the videos were only up for like five months and now they've been down for about 13 <laughs> Like they've been that's, gone for long, like so much longer than they were ever up. It's so frustrating. And it was like half of them. That's brutal. Yeah, and they're like random chunks of the playthrough. It's really frustrating because yeah, it was a mistake. Because what happened is uh, they put out a special collector's edition vinyl thing of the soundtrack, and so and then Sony claimed all instances that the bots could find of those sound of the elements of the soundtrack and blocked them. And then the artists were like, oh, God, no, that's not what we wanted. And like they kind of got it retracted. Uh, but in that time where they were trying to get it retracted, I, I tried I, uh, I tried to appeal one or I tried to dispute one or two of the copyright matches and mm-hmm. they got rejected. And I'm like, so even though it was a mistake, uh, my my uh, my my disputes got rejected. And once you get rejected, you can't dispute again. Like it's just locked forever. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, I think yesterday or the day before I went in and disputed one of the ones I hadn't disputed before and then tried to write them a letter, like, please remove all of these, d- uh, copyright claims across all of my channel, inc- including the ones that you've already rejected. Like this was all a mistake. The, the artists themselves were against it. It's all been lifted up, but you guys haven't gone through and actually removed these, even though it was not supposed to be happening in the first place. And it's just it's yeah. just frustrating. And at the time, there was somebody that was tweeting about it. That was like kind of a Vampire the Masquerade fan account. And then and then they like had they had like an inside they had some kind of like inside uh, connection or something where they were emailing somebody and and they were getting these things lifted. And they're like, yeah, get in contact with me if you need to get your things lifted. And I did, and they never got back to me. Well, it's it, like it's like God I, I saw damn you- it. I saw you talk about uh, talk about it on Twitter. I think it was Andy yeah. Vendor, Vendermeer, was it? I don't remember, don't but there was, the, there was a Twitter user claiming that they could get their th- the things lifted because they were successfully getting like some sort of interaction with the people controlling this, and they just ignored me when I DM'd them. It's like, all right, well, great, yeah, buddy. That, that sucks. And I've just been left out to dry, and it's like I'm getting ready to potentially... Uh, try to download them all and re-upload them with those parts of the game muted or something, but it's frustrating because that makes the videos worse. And, like, there's plenty of times where the dialogue's playing with the music at the same time, so it's like, how how the fuck do I edit those parts? I can tell you that my last Let's Play, I have two of of Vampire, and my last one only has a single one that is uh, copyright claimed, but it it is not, like, it's public, so... yeah. And then on top of Everything that, you have to deal with, okay. like, uh, just, so the be able to... just the awkwardness of, like, without, like, you're uploading public videos to your YouTube oh. that your subscribers are going to be seeing. That's just, like, randomly, like, here's part seven of Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> and they're no, like, can, what the fuck's happening? You can make them um, not show up on their subscription feed. You got that little option. Yeah, but that fucks them even more. Because <laughs> if they get no engagement, then they're not even going to show up as a suggested video because they're so algorithmically tanked that people that are trying to click from video to video to watch the series are just going to not have it. And they're suggested because no one got a chance to see it. It's just, ugh. Oh my God. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Cause you make, the, you make the, you make the videos do badly if you do that. Not that they're going to do great if you're re-uploading them anyway. But yeah, on top of that, uh, Sony, same company again, cause it's both of them are SME. Sony has blocked the finale of my last of us Two playthrough. The one that's like oh, three hours fun. long. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's like, what? You didn't fucking block it when it came out. Why did you block it months later, you assholes? So I tried to dispute yeah. that, but like, so I'm like, uh, can you please, uh, fucking not? <laughs> like, it's in your game that you presume that you you want people to share. You put a button on your console for that. <laughs> like, please stop taking down people's videos. But like, they uh, when you dispute something, you, get, you have to wait a month for their response. Sucks. At most a month. Sometimes yeah, but they it's usually answer. like a month. It sucks. Yeah, that's because it's yeah. The copyright system is garbage, and there's just no fast lane for being like, "Yo, uh, excuse me, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> like, there's no like, <laughs> there's no quick fix of that. Like, it's it's one thing when it's like, "Hell yeah, you sure got me for when I uploaded a movie onto my channel. That was bad." Uh, but it's like, no, it's like you. It's like no, this is a uh, we have a we have an agreement here. Like, this is a this isn't even like even in your company, people are gonna be like, "No, don't. That's not right." And it should be nice if we could fix this, but there's just no, like, there's no quick way. And they have all the power. And even if it's, even if you're in the right, and even if it's a thing where, like, Sony themselves and whatnot wouldn't want to make this video blocked for these reasons, and it's all been fixed in, in behind the scenes, whoever the fuck runs, the like, the account and, and sees your e-letter can just make a fucking call without checking anything, and then you're fucked. Because <laughs> the yeah. next step is to take them to court. <laughs> The, yeah. the the bigger issue is that I, I I don't understand why video game companies are given this access. I think all. everybody everybody yeah, could do that. But the thing is, is like they do this because there's an obligation because it could be you know because obviously they could face legal repercussions if they don't offer an option for uh, DMCA takedowns. But video yeah. games don't. F- fall under that like they're this is to prevent movies and music and they try to use the guys of like well we oh, put music into games mean. that we don't want stolen or that we don't want people to re-upload and it's like yeah but you put them in a fucking video game you dumbass like the the game you put itself them in a, you put is, them in video games that literally have on their like on consoles there's just a button built into yeah. the actual hardware to upload the footage online <laughs> Like, the difference is I can understand if someone's saying, okay, yeah, you can't upload a TV show or a movie beca- or even just straight a musical album because that is you're taking someone's – that's how they make the money that way. But a video game doesn't make money off of people it – doesn't, it doesn't make it money off of people listening to its music in the game. It makes its money by you buying the game, playing the game, and then the music happens to be in it. So – like there is no there is no copyright being broken because a person who legally bought the game is showing people him legally playing the well, game he bought. Like but I mean, that's think, not necessarily what copyright means. No, but I'm saying the it, the, the system but, the, the fact that they can copyright claim on music that's in a game like is really shitty because it makes more sense if you just if it's only focused on strictly music videos and uh, shows. But if you add video games to it, like, yeah, video games have cutscenes. Do you claim those as shows? And, like, like that's what Atlas Sometimes. is doing in their thing, where <laughs> they're like, yeah, I'm, this yeah. is a really important spoiler. You can't, you can't break that. It's like, I can, and I legally yeah. can. Fuck you. Like, there's no, there's no law that says I can't spoil a game. I can drive down the street right now and shout the fucking into Persona. Like, you can't stop me. Capcom and, doesn't, that, like Capcom doesn't block the videos, but Capcom claims every single Monster Hunter video that has a cutscene in it. And the reason they do that is wow. because then they go like, "Yeah, but it make it, it, we can get money from that." 
It's like that's that's not the, that's not why the system exists. It doesn't no. exist to try to get money out of content creators. It exists to prevent people from committing crimes, which is copyright infringement. Like that's the only crime it's trying to commit. But the weird added bonus of like, oh, you can get their revenue though. That's what makes it bad. If you take away the whole revenue thing and you just say you either report that someone stole something and we take it down or not. That's yeah, there, like, there's that, no credibility for any of these companies where they have to like actually enforce their rules consistently or according to the actual like rules themselves. They're just like they just yeah. kind of randomly snipe videos and decide that nope, that's our money now, and it's just kind of arbitrary and nonsensical. Like Ninten- Nintendo is such a good example of this. Nintendo just like yeah, we can copyright claim literally yeah. anything that has our logo or like has our brand on it, and it's like what? Uh, now we're hitting the point where Nintendo's one of the better ones because they don't anymore. But they used well, to do yeah, it. They, they used to do it for every single Nintendo game, and they were the yeah, wor- they were one of the worst ones. Although they weren't blocking anything. No, they weren't blocking. They were uh, just taking all the ad revenue. They were just stealing like, your money. Yeah, <laughs> like when I was in my peak of doing my my giant uh, Breath of the Wild playthrough, every single video, all the money was going to Nintendo. <laughs> it's like, well, this is a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> kind of de-incentivizes yeah. the whole thing, which is probably why they realized it was a bad idea. And like, wait, wait, we want people to cover our games. We should stop taking all their money. That's why. Uh, that's why it makes no sense that that video games fall under uh, the the claim system for the for Google for YouTube's like DMCA thing. I don't think it, YouTube has a clear way of categorizing that in a way that isn't abusable. Yeah, they do. They have a category called gaming. Yeah, and but then, then you just do, abuse that by just falsely listing your stuff as gaming. Which is which is acceptable, or except be, for the fact could, that the AI, like, or you could be listing stuff a, as gaming, but you just fucking play a Beyonce song that's not in the game, and be like, no, it's clear now because the <laughs> bots will ignore it because it's gaming. So like, there's a, yeah. there's a lot of ways to exploit that potentially for bad faith and, or make and custom. Again, and, like the, make the only custom the, GTA the main, soundtracks, but, but the at main, the end yeah. of the day, you have like to the, you have the, to the, 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 the main solution is just actually making people do like have actually do it correctly. Like it's, no, it's this is all human error. It's the fact that there are people who are mismanaging their copyright admin accounts and not being punished for it. Well, copyright does require like a, a proper overhaul. Like the, the, we're, it's all archaic. There's, yeah, yeah, there's a. I mean, this whole stuff. the whole reason that this is a problem is because some really rushed, really unthought out like law came into existence, and then tech companies had to find a way to deal with it, which is not what they do. They literally do anything they can to not solve problems. Yeah, like and how so do we, how do we like, machine, machine learn this problem? Yeah, <laughs> and, they basically like how fix do we, itself. Yeah, how do we make it just not a problem anymore? But it doesn't matter what it affects the end users with. Which of these what, squares features a fire hydrant? <laughs> it's it's such a bad. It's yeah. You never if you want to put regulations on tech companies, you need to you need to be real about it. Like you need to sit down, look them in the eye, and tell them point blank. You follow these exact steps. This is what you must do in order for this to work, or else they will find a way to skirt around that and make it as awful as possible, just so it's not a problem anymore. Like it, it you you see that with like, look at the thing like we do like GDPR for cookies. Now every fucking website has a huge <laughs> pop up that shows up and it's like, okay, well just click here to accept all cookies. Like, oh, well, some of them are literally half the page sometimes. I'm like, oh my sometimes god. Sometimes it's the whole page. I've seen yeah. like that's, full, full screen. Be, uh, because no one sat down and said, okay, guys, don't be jackasses about it. You need to literally not take cookies unless they ask you to. 
Like you need a button that says, do you want to allow the, it? The but it needs is, to be like a small button on the small part of your website that's not thing, intrusive to it all to the website. It's like you have to do those steps or else tech companies will just f- be obnoxious about it. They're like, fine, tell us yes or you can't go on the website. And it's like, that's the thing is extortion. <laughs> like <laughs> That should be done on the browser level, though. Like I remember back in probably... 2007 no, 2008 it shouldn't I had be a thing like my cookies Firefox. don't exist to track you cookies are simply existing so that way you if you put something in your fucking shopping cart it stays there when you go to the next page cookies aren't supposed to be used in the way they're being they can used. be used that's for tracking the but that, that's not what they use anymore the thing is like uh, i remember like back in 2007 or 2008 i had those pop-ups in my browser configured so that every time a, bra- uh, a website would want to store a cookie i would just allow or disallow forever and it worked perfectly. It's basically like GDPR, except it's on the browser level. It should be on the browser level. And like, I think the reason why GDPR is even, it's not GDPR as a whole, because that's uh, the cookie pop-ups. The reason why those exist is because the people who did the laws don't even know what a cookie is. That's, well, again, it, it, the solution is a lot easier. You can just sit down and say, you can't use cookies this way. So you can take like that nuggie and stick it up your, yeah. Yeah, if you just <laughs> sat down and said, like, all right, guys, guess what? You cannot use them for anything except for the most bare minimum purposes. Then that's it. What is someone going to do? Like, well, how do we track? That's not my problem. You don't do it then. Yeah, because like, there's ways to do that. There's a lot of just tracking people for targeted like, ads. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't I don't understand why. It, well, I sorry. I do understand why shitty bills come into existence that don't do a good job of regulating but i don't understand how this benefits anybody at the end of the day and that's the thing that confuses me because it's like it's benefiting some small one percent minority of people and everyone else just has to suffer with this do you need cookies to stay logged into a website yes yes not necessarily if you have a server-side authentication like, Let's just say uh, yes because it's easier. Unless you're going to yes. set up something really yeah. fancy, yes, cookies help you. Cookies exist to retain information from a from a specific browser or connection, page to page. So page when page. you, a Keith, your browser's Keith number one. When you connect to a web server, it says Keith number one now has a session. All of the all of the actions that he takes place go into this cookie more or less so when you you know if you go to you add a some food into your shopping cart you go to the next page so you can uh change your use your email address all of that happens in a session your own little bubble and then when yeah, you basically- leave that's it that's the, the it, it, it the cookie no longer does anything it only exists for the small bubble in that website that you've gone to Basically, but, the, the, the cookies exist to solve a problem, a fundamental... It's not a problem, but it's a fundamental limitation of the HTTP... HTTPS, I believe is the name? Um, no, or HTTP. Yeah. yeah, which is... Or uh, sorry, every HTML. Time you ac- just... Or HTML, yeah. But the thing is, every time you access a page, whatever it is, it could be google.com, it could be your email, whatever. Every time you access the page, everything that you... That the, the server knows about you is sent there not anywhere else it's not sent anywhere else so what i mean is that if early this morning you logged into that into google when you access google.com all the information that google has on you is going to be sent when you access google.com later that afternoon so how does google know that it's the same person that accessed or that logged in earlier that morning well that's where cookies come in come in because google can ask the cookie and that's what andrew is saying 
It's like a different yeah. type of, of um, information that's a little bit more hidden than just a, a, a like a, an email or a, a page address. Um, but it's kind of complicated, but it's not really complicated. But it's just the thing is people don't never engage with websites like that because we're just so used to having the sessions or having the uh, like cookies are used for simple stuff like remembering that you're logged in for sure. But they're also used for other things like uh, remembering if you have a, the 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 uh, the dark mode enabled on on Twitter or no, actually not on Twitter, but on some websites it does that. Or if you resize the uh, the size of the window uh, of the video that you're watching, or things as simple as maybe the search results are, are stored in a cookie instead of, or the search query rather than the results are stored in a cookie rather than in the session. There'd be and, more like settings, like YouTube. You, if you tell it yeah. to only play videos in 720p, that is something being stored in a cookie. For example, yeah, um, yeah. like volume it, settings, just, placement on. Uh, page it's just, mm-hmm. it cookies existed it's as cookie. a as yeah as a way to solve for that but the problem is that uh they you know they, uh, like most things it gets repurposed into a marketing method and the moment you can repurpose it to make money then it becomes not great anymore like you fucked up how do we uh, monetize <laughs> every aspect of society Ex- to yeah, serve, and so, to serve the one percent and not and the so majority it, it shouldn't it just as Andrew exist, just said, actually, as it shouldn't exist like that. You just need to stop that, though. You can make that illegal, and there's no crime. There's it doesn't break the world by doing it. Like if you just showed yeah. up and said, "Okay, you can't make cookies do this," websites still exist. You're not going to see like the collapse of the internet. People just go like, "Well, but how do I tell if someone visited my website and I can advertise to them?" It's like that's not my problem and it's not the user's problem that's your fucking problem like yeah. and you need to solve for it by being better at advertising but or getting the, the word out or doing something else but don't try to like weasel it imagine if you went into a store and the moment you left the store someone was like all right trail that guy see where the fuck he goes and hmm. like that that's the same concept as like you you just someone's the always watching is, behind your back and that shouldn't be normal it's but more pernicious or pernicious that the word is is more perverse than what you're how you're explaining it actually because the reason the vast majority of of cookies that exist are for storing session information so you can you know stay logged in in a website um but the the way they track you for for um advertising because you can delete your cookies on your browser you can just you know control uh shift delete i believe it is uh and you can delete that if you want uh because of that the advertising corporations don't rely on cookies for tracking you they rely on other things that are never regulated and people don't talk about like the size of your window how many plugins you have installed on your computer what uh, your resolution is uh what uh, your keyboard is set to the language of how long your computer has been on uh there's a lot of stuff that the browser communicates just through the nature of the yeah. internet uh, Even that, something uh, as simple as like your location, where you're, like where you're connecting from. You're con- yeah, so many uh, things, and it's so it's so unique that it's so like it's basically like a fingerprint. And they once they once you access any website that is set up to register that information on their side, it's not on a cookie, it's on the server side. They register it, and then they know then when somebody with that matching information or partially matching that information. Because, of course, they use a, an algorithm to partially match everything. Uh, but they know when that happens. They, oh, it's the same person. Let me tell you about my toaster that I have over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so, it would be... It, the, the, bigger, the bigger issue, too, is that there's, uh, there's a lot of presumption that 
uh, much like cars, computers aren't something that you don't really need to fully understand to to use. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's, that's not false. true. Yeah, uh, you should. You need people to, should like, know. Yeah, yeah. A computer isn't a computer isn't like a car. It is. It's like electricity. You need to be careful when you handle it because you could fuck a lot of stuff up by by not knowing what you're doing very easily. And it, it just, but it, it doesn't take much time to learn either. Like you just have to sit down and maybe take like a couple hours of classes and then you're set yeah. and you'll be good to know, you know, like you'll at least be semi-safe. You'll understand certain words. You'll understand methods. Like it just even taking a simple class on how to use a browser would be so much more beneficial for people for privacy reasons than mm-hmm. making laws. But the problem is like laws, there, yeah, there's just, there isn't, the problem is there isn't a solution because money finds a way and you'll always, there's always a way to, to cheat the system. The problem is you just need people to be informed enough to not get scammed. Like that's the problem is if, if everybody just knew what they were doing on the internet, then it would be less of a threat. But yeah, it would, I, I, I think it wouldn't necessarily solve the problem forever, but it, it would be less of a threat for sure. Well, sure. Yeah. But, but the I thing mean, is like, like, especially with the like, proliferation of things like internet of things, you know, smart lamps and all that sort of stuff, uh, that, uh, all the old school issues of people having, uh, botnets installed on their computer left and right. Everybody that didn't know what a, what a password should be like, they would all have like all their computers bogged down with Bitcoin miners and whatnot. These days, it's a lot more complicated than that. It's like your fridge is, is sending Bitcoins to Romania <laughs> or something. <laughs> and your toaster I mean, is like sending emails about Trump's campaigns and whatnot. I don't, I think there's like Internet of Things <laughs> is a completely different, Internet of Things goes into a problem of everyone having their own personal network at home but again, having no fucking con- concept of what a personal network is. And like networking many... is so difficult. Hell, Anonymous but... hacked my, my pregnancy test. Yeah, it's like, help, <laughs> yeah, call the internet basically. police. I've, I've had my, my baby's been downloaded to the, to the Netherlands. <laughs> like, I, I, the thing is, is that, like, it ha- it, you know, again, you have, like, this personal network. But do you even know... How many people actually know how to set up a personal network securely and properly? Uh, not just like, oh, I put a good Wi-Fi password on it. I've done a good deed. It's, it's like, worse than that. that. A lot like of the most, ISPs like the don't basic. allow you to set set them up. Well, that's like, the thing example, too. I, is like, do you have yeah. your own? Do you have your own modem? Because yeah. if you don't have your own modem, then someone's just watching everything you do at mm-hmm. all times. They're just yeah. sniffing that out. Um, and even if you don't have your own modem, like where where are your lines going to? Who's like who? You know whose infrastructure are you actually connecting over? Uh, yeah, with a lot of ISPs, you, you're not even allowed to own the hardware. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Some I well, every ISP by law, well, at least in our state, you're allowed to buy your own modem and use it with it with uh, their service. But there are some modems, obviously, you can't use, which is fine. Some networks just don't support some modems. Um, but there, yeah, you it, you should always own your own hardware for uh, for a network. Like you should have, you always should always have your own modem. You should always have your own router. Never use a, a provided one unless you're above the age of fifty, because your life is not not valuable at all. <laughs> uh, My God, like like seriously, your 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 browsing, your internet habits is not worth anything. Um, yeah, the, you're, the, you're usually yeah. on a fixed income. You're most likely too old to even be targeted to ads because you don't pl- you don't do any of the things 
Like you're not you're not normally doing any of the things that are going to get you targeted. You're, you're not playing Fortnite in, anymore. Yeah, like you're sitting and watching probably <laughs> cable television, which means jack it's all. A different, like, who, it is a yeah, different. Yeah, they can't thing, advertise yeah. to you. It. Any case, unless you're above the age of fifty, just buy your own fucking hardware. Save up your money. Buy buy your own modem. You can. It is a tremendous party. hassle, though. Even if your yes ISP it? lets you, it is so maddening honestly figuring out network issues your computer is not detected in the the network hi i have no idea where to start with that <laughs> i don't know man i think i think it's an it's a valuable lesson and if you can't if you can't use that critical thinking puzzle solving skill in your brain then like you're kind of you're being carried through life by the rest of us like maybe you should i, uh, I mean almost that's everybody that's everybody we're alike. all ca- yeah we're all we're all <laughs> being don't. carried Almost nobody knows much about computers. Like that's just that's just because it's consumer hardware. And the people who do know, like they're being carried throughout life for other things. It's like, but that's, uh, yeah, it's like which level my, do you know? I don't you really not... know how my stove works. Yeah. Or uh, you know, you don't yeah. know how your stove works? Not really. Or my air conditioning, or my car. You, the, you there's right. there's uh, YouTube I, channels I about that. I, then I apologize. I live a very different life than a lot of you. Uh, I don't. You <laughs> that's should know your, how that's just work. that's just your entire life. You're just watching anime, or you're just just knee deep in manuals. <laughs> I, I like I, 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 I you, you can't you can't have a single device in your entire house unless you could take it apart and put it back together and know every single part and diagnose which which piece needs to be replaced and know where like what supplier I, to contact to get it. <laughs> I clean my vacuum out every time I use it. Like, yeah, I take that's it apart that's, and that's I clean a very different piece. standard. Is it? Like people yes. don't do that? Do you not want to keep your fucking vacuum for like fifty years? No, Why I'm do you saying I'm saying vacuum? you you fucking lowered the bar so hard. That's true. Yeah, is like that lowering it. Like there, I'm saying there was the I, there was the claim pieces. of like needing to understand every device ever, and then you're like, yeah, I open my vacuum whenever <laughs> I, I use vacuum. it. I'm like, really? That's fucking <laughs> baby shit. Hey, yeah. Wow. Is it? Yes. So your vacuum. You I, you change Flush the air the filters toilet. in your own in your own AC. You make sure that the insulation in your home is up to date. Like you should know, you should know how most think, things work in your yeah. life. Like uh, the, an oven, the dishwasher, I've an the oven dishwasher breaks and you call a guy. <laughs> what? But why would you call a guy? Like, because you don't have time to fix it. Yeah, that's it's literally what I do anyway. No, it's way too much is, shit okay, to go time through. Time is a different thing. That's the thing. It's you got to figure out how to like to source through. the parts and all this other shit. It's like no, I got I got a fucking life to do. I'm not going to single-handedly handyman every aspect of my life. That's how half of stuff gets worse, is people think, like, oh, I can do it myself. And then they just make, everything, true. They just make things worse. And then <laughs> you call true. the guy, and they're like, you tried to do it yourself, didn't you? Yeah, and it's like, diff- you okay. fucking idiot. But there's, there are like, certain the, things that's the that worst thing not... that half these people want to hear, and it's not just because it robs them of work, but because it makes their job even harder, is people trying to do stuff themselves all the time, when everything in their yeah. life is like really really complicated stuff that's supposed to be just treated as consumer hardware that you don't mess with and you just call a dude if it breaks or whatever there's there are certain (laughs) things in your life that you're supposed to do that with that's the reason like that's the reason like people don't have their own servers at home is because it's not your responsibility to maintain a network node in your home so you can connect to the internet that's terrible that's why we didn't put uh what's it called for phones we didn't put the the can't remember the fucking word our entire about. house is actually yeah. worse because somebody thought they could do it all themselves so all, all of our all of our electric all of our electricity problem. is bad 
Yeah, like, my, throughout, my old house our, was like that too. Yeah, throughout our entire house, there were just electrical mistakes. And like yeah. on a regular basis, the wall that has like our uh, fridge and our microwave will just turn off. <laughs> and you're like, fucking Jesus Christ, is that, why is this always is that happening? Is dangerous? Uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with that crap. That's where I can afford dad, to live. My dad is an electrician and uh, I. that's just the thing that he's complained his entire life, or my entire life anyway, yeah. is that... Uh, he goes to somebody's home and they say, oh, it broke. And then it's just so very clear that they messed with it, either because, yeah. like, screws are so, different or not. So that's different, though. Like, uh, plumbing, yeah. electricity, and I guess that's like master work. gas. But, yeah, like, there, there are trade professions but that you But the thing, fixing your car is also a trade, for, trade profession. Yeah. Like if you need to, if you need to change the bushings of your like car, dishwasher, which is simple. It was the part of the, it's part of the dishwasher that has all the buttons on it. Like I'm not gonna fucking fix that part. So, we, so here's we the need, thing. We need my, a new one, and I'm like, what am I gonna source the part and spend hours trying to track this down, or just like just call a dude? You're like, oh, yeah, here so this. Yeah, see, my I'm job. in the camp. I'm in the camp that uh, that tools are yours to maintain, and uh, and like like infrastructure is somebody else's so like your electricity or your plumbing or the foundation of your home or like you know roads and bricks those are things you call someone to set up and do because they require skill and a lot of lot of time dedicated into it but tools are something that you should be responsible for fixing like a washing machine or a car or I, things like, i don't those agree are, with those a car your, now no, so a car is a little different because dangerous because it depends on what's broken. Like if it's anything inside of the engine, obviously you can't. I feel like it's just. Be, because I feel engine... like this is all a bunch of excuses and infer- and context that mostly just amounts to you just kind of enjoy it. I don't. You just, you, you just prefer to I work don't. the problem because it's something I don't want to do. To. It's just it's something you're supposed to do. You're supposed to sol- you're supposed to fix your you maintain your own tools. Like I don't pay someone to like the thing maintain is, my tools. <laughs> something that is done for example for example on an older older car, like if you have a car that's older than ten years, uh you usually need new suspension bushings, which is not a very difficult job to make, but it does require specialized tools. There's specialized tools that you can get, but it's it's a, a an easy enough job that I've done myself, uh by just watching a YouTube video. Cars, but I also know that extent. I I took the I took my job to my mechanic and he immediately spotted that I did things wrong and the YouTube video didn't teach me that and I had to pay, yeah. ended up paying more. <laughs> but I, uh, but it, see, I had the yeah. inverse option. I paid hundreds of dollars, brought it to a shop, and they broke it. <laughs> that also happens. And I brought it to happens. the literal dealership that I bought the car from, and they were like, "Yeah, we made it so you can never use the electronic key in your car, or else it blows the fuse." I was like, "How?" That wasn't a feature. How did, how did you add that to my car? How did you fucking do that? And so I had to, like, I went and did it myself via, via a YouTube video where I took out the fuse box, replaced it with a new one, changed some wiring around, and now it's fixed. Wow. Holy fucking hard shit that was. I mean, no, this is, that's just, a whole separate discussion. Yeah. Bullshit happening. There's different instances. Like, I, again, I that's think That's like there when are, I brought my car in to get maintained this year, and it was like, you guys do, uh, like you guys have replacement windshield wipers, right? Because I need those, and then they just and they, they said yeah, and so on. And then I I'm driving home, and I realized that my windshield wipers are just still not replaced. I'm like, cool, thanks. But like that's, that's not yeah. that's not the matter of like who maintains your tools. That's just but somebody either ignoring you or not, or not doing their job or doing their job poorly. Hopefully, they didn't charge you. 
No, they didn't. Uh, they just that said, tuned me out. Changing apparently. your wins, changing your windscreen wipers is super easy. You should do it. Yeah, yourself. no, I've done it. I've done it before. Change your oil. It's because I was I was maintaining wipers, my car refilling. for a trip and it's quarantined and all that. I was like, I can save a trip by just buying windshield wipers here, can't I? Don't you guys have them? And they're like, yeah. And then they just didn't do it. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Glad I tried yeah. to save time here. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Uh, there, again, like a car is unique because there are aspects of a car you can't literally do anything about without having a full workshop in your yeah. garage. But there yeah. are things about cars that you should know how to do. Like replacing tires is something you should know how to do yourself. Here, like that's here not, in Portugal, that's part of the uh, exam. If uh, if the the examiner wants to make you change a tire, they can make you change a tire. So you need yeah. to learn it. I don't even know what our exams are testing for at the end of the day. Like I, my first for some time reason I took parallel a, parking makes the list just funny, which is great. You know how many times I've parallel parked in my fucking life? I can count it on one hand. The well, yeah, you definitely the like part. you like it's really? a, it's like a, it's like a test problem, or even like you even if you cram for it and practice it for the test like if it's not coming up in life then it doesn't really matter that you tested for it once it's like you're right back to not really remembering how to do it well because it's like a lot of muscle memory and shit yeah it's it's it's, it's not like a knowledge thing it's like a really specific weird groove i remember Hmm. the first time i took my when i when i took the first driving test i ever took uh at the dmv i failed because uh because twice i got dinged for someone cutting me off (laughs) <laughs> yeah you should have been spotting like, them but that's very difficult for a, I, a new oh a yeah i should have been paying it yeah that's my <laughs> you, fault it's my fault someone else drove like a no, fucking no, the, asshole i got just i was saying, so mad i looked at that guy i was like i'm gonna get out the car and punch the fucking guy who cut me off is that does that get points back is that extra credit <laughs> well that's Can one I get way my to fail the points test back? like it and the next time i did it i literally drove so slow the person's like you you need to go faster. It's like, is that are you going to ding me for that, or can I just keep driving slow? Because if someone can't cut me off if I'm going so fucking slow, they can't literally cut in front of me. Like they have to normally go. It's like, oh, fine, be a jackass. You about can get in, it. Here's, you get in trouble pass. for somebody else cutting you off. Yeah, yeah cutting you off. How does it even that's, work? It's like exactly it's, that's what I fucking I'm, said. How does that work? It's not my problem. The, they fucking did that. Like, tell me the, per- do, the person cut the me US, off. They're like, Whoa, you're, so why? Sh- you're, like- you're so shouty today. <laughs> Sorry, I, you've, been, was, you've been yelling for like 40 minutes. <laughs> it's so infuriating. I hate it. I hate it. No, no, no. My driver's test. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, does, does the law require you to facilitate somebody who has initiated an overtaking maneuver? I don't know what half the fucking shit you just said. <laughs> so here in, in Portugal, I think it's everywhere in Europe as well. If you... Uh, if you have, uh, if you are being overtaken, and you can only overtake on the left, so I know that that's different to some states in the U.S. Um, okay. So if somebody is overtaking you, you have to maintain your speed, and you have to also, besides maintaining your speed, you also have to facilitate the maneuver when necessary, even including you need to stop if, if things get crap. I mean, you, you should, stop you should definitely facilitate it if people are driving into oncoming traffic to go around you. <laughs> For example, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what that means is that if somebody overtakes you and crashes into you while coming back onto your lane, the fault is yours. Here in Europe, here in Portugal. What? Yeah. So that's no, why. I see. I yeah. I didn't ta- I didn't take the shitty maneuver. But it, that's your it, fucking responsibility. But, it's, but yeah, yeah. Like, but it's it could be different in the U.S. because if there's no law uh, obliging you to facilitate the maneuver, so, then it's not your fault. 
so that only that only shows up in what is it freeway highway it's only in a in a like in that setting not in city driving so when you're mm-hmm. in a town or uh on a typical two two lane road uh you don't have or sorry yeah in a typical two lane uh situation you don't need to worry about that um mm-hmm. Because someone overtaking you isn't normal because we have the lines in the road that tell you you're not allowed to drive over them to overtake someone. Yeah. And so in most cities, you can't, there's not, like, does unless if it's a one, like a two-way road, you don't really get options to overtake. It, the roads are always a, a solid line. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so in a freeway setting, that's different. Yeah, normally you're supposed to, you're I don't think there's a law against it. I think you just, you're, it's common I mean, decency. You're yeah, supposed to back up and decency, let them but... in. They could play a role uh, in, in the dinging here. I don't so know. I'm just, was I'm in just the guessing. City. I was in a city. They were not supposed to take me over. I was going to a light. So I was I was driving up to a light. They went from... Uh, they were coming in a lane that was a stri- uh, going forward only, and I was going into a turn lane. And so they were like, oh, I need to go into the turn lane. So they cut... They just drove ahead of me and cut me off to get in front of me before I could turn. And so I had mm-hmm. to go on the brakes or else I would hit them because I wasn't like they're in a different, completely different lane that can't inter- that's not supposed to interact with mine. And they cut in front of me. And so I had to quickly stop on the brake. And then the light changed while they were doing that. So they hit the brakes quickly. So I had to hit the brakes again because they literally just ran in front of me and then went on the brakes as I'm already going at consistent speed. And mm-hmm. so like there's there, I had no time to react to it. I didn't hit them, but I had no time to like properly react without slamming on the brakes to do it. And the person was oh, like, "Oh, that well, might that have was, also." It's like, "Well, that was bad on you." It's like, "How this fucking asshole did a literally yeah. did a crime. He committed know, a crime." I, like, I know what you're that, saying, but I think that's the same here as well. Like, if you yeah, step on your brakes, like if you're not def- driving defensively and you have to step in your brakes like that, that you you don't pass here either. And that's yeah, and that's why. It, so I was I, like, okay, the next time I took it, I was just pedantic about it. And I did everything so fucking, like, so terribly slow that there's no way you could ding me for being reckless. That's and you can't not bad advice. For... I think that's that's reasonable. It's, <laughs> it's not real, though. That's not how I'm no, going to drive. Of, of course. Yeah. yeah. And... <laughs> but yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, you're there to pass the test. You're not there to, to be super good at driving. It's I, almost I like mean, tests are bad. It's it's dumb. I, I, yeah. never, I don't think I've ever actually taken... I think the first time I the first time I went to get my license was the only time I've ever studied for my license. I think mm. every uh, every first, other time I the I've, first time you went to get your license, did you get it again? Yeah, because uh, no, because sometimes when you renew, you have to retake the test. Well, just the paper uh, test. What? Yeah, just the paper test. You have to test. renew your license. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's how I they mean, feel. It's, it's how they. It's how they. It's. I think it's their polite way of catching people when they get too old. It's, oh yeah, but it's you're not like, too oh, old. Sorry, though. you failed the test. So that happens so here you, as well. You only you renew your license at sixty. If you don't have a certain amount of tickets, they often don't uh, ask oh. you to retake. So if you are, if you have like a super clean driving record, you always renew. You always pay your stuff. You can just they'll keep giving it back to you every time, as long as there's not like a change. You know, as long as you don't need to go in and be like, well, I can't see out of my left eye now. Um, oh, yeah. Like, as long as you don't need to do something like that, they don't really do anything uh, until you get to a certain age. But if you have a lot of tickets or you're oh, clearly it's the same just here, then. a reckless yeah. human, they'll make you retake it. And I'm a, a, I'm reckless, a reckless human. human. <laughs> reckless so, human. So I, yeah, so I had to retake it. And so when they told me I had to retake it, I just, I just went online 
and I grabbed every single test that they uh, that they give you, found all the answers, memorized all of those, and then went to take the test because they they only swap them out like every sim- so many years, and so it's the same test every time. And it's every like rotating DMV. questions, basically. Yeah, and so you just me- all I did was I like, just memorize all of them. And then just go and take the test. The second time I went to take the test in my life, they put you in a little cubby area. So I just brought, brought out my phone and literally just went to all the answers and wrote them in. I'm like, what a fucking dumbass system. And so then I was like, wow, this is really easy. So I went up there. I was like, can I take the motorcycle test too? Because I, I just, I'll just cheat through that too. And so like, yeah, here you go. And so I went and took the motorcycle test and got that one too. <laughs> She was like, wow, did you even study for that? I was like, no, what? No. I just generally, uh, I found that I could just generally get through the test almost flawlessly just on intuition of just like what sounds right. And it's, you're mostly fine, but there's like three absurd questions that will never come up in your life. And you don't really, and you, in some cases, at least one of them, you're not even sure what they're asking. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck are you saying in this I, question? I was, just about, I was just about to say that there are some yeah. questions on there where you're like, did you fucking make this up? I've never <laughs> seen that before. Yeah. I don't think that's real. Like, it took me, it took me like five years into driving before I, f- I saw my first roundabout. And I was like, what the fuck's a roundabout? And I saw it and I was like, why the fuck is a roundabout? How do you, what do you, do you just go <laughs> into it? Are, is it just, roundabouts are relatively simple to understand. Once roundabouts you, are everywhere in Europe. Like, yeah, every fucking, but, everybody's got a fucking roundabout. It's the goddamn hippest thing to have. The US go, just has stop signs. We're like, look, 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 just yeah. stop moving. Wait till someone else goes. They're so less safer move. though. It's what, so much safer signs? to have a roundabout. Oh, yeah, well, stop yeah, signs are super problem, dangerous. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, but Americans like what they what they like their systems. Yeah, to for stay sure. The same. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it just, interesting. It's, but they'll test you on roundabout knowledge, where it's like, okay, what do you got to do in a roundabout? Like, I don't know. I've never seen a fucking roundabout. What is uh, what is even a roundabout? <laughs> and <they're> like, it's, <laughs> it, it's interesting that you say that you can pass the test almost just on common knowledge. Because here our tests, we ha- so you test uh, here. Of course, different countries in Europe are going to be different. But here in Portugal, you have two tests. You have the the theoretical test and the practical test. Um, <laughs> and so the theoretical test is just you sitting down and answering 30 questions. It's like a multiple choice question. Yeah. Um, the theoretical and, uh, test is imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what theoretical means. Oh, no, actually. Hmm. Still, uh, the point is... <laughs> the hypothetical the, like, test? <laughs> the, the common knowledge is that you're... The biggest issue of... Like, the first biggest issue of taking that test is that you need to know the names of the signs specifically. Like, for example, the crosswalk sign. What is it actually called? And they're going to ask you on that, and you need to know that. That's um, stupid. <laughs> the, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's but tr- it's that's not as stupid. L- that's, what, that's called trivia. It's not as stupid as what 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 I'm about to say, which is that you need to know the maximum weights of vehicles, whether they're they have a, a trailer, whether they have two, two or three axes, how many wheels they have, the length, the maximum lengths. You need to know that. Uh, you also need to know uh, the maximum speeds of all ve- types of vehicle, uh, which is I don't understand why, but. Anyway, you need to know that, and they will ask you on that as well every once in a while. That so feels, if they that ask feels you, like the kind of question that would come up if you were getting a different license. Yeah, because it's about yeah. basically different yeah. vehicles. It's like, well, then yeah. that's for the license for that driving the vehicle, which I'm not getting. Yep, but it, somehow it still makes it into 
It's I think it's because it's all the same test for everybody except public transport drivers. Uh, I think like even motorcycles and uh, like the theoretical test itself, I think is the same for everybody here. And then the yeah, practical have, test is different. We have different ones because we have a, we have a letter system for our licenses. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do as like, well. We we do as yeah. well. Yeah. And so if you go into if you go into the biggers like the A like an A class license is a completely different license. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it it asks you questions of like all right well how do you hitch a trailer you got to know all the steps like how many yeah. you know like how many wheels are you allowed to have on a trailer before you need x uh, amount of lights or ha- like all these questions you're like oh fuck i don't know. <laughs> like i wouldn't know that off the yeah. top of my head but uh uh but if you want to drive a motorhome in this country you have to get uh i think it's a b license or uh, no mm-hmm. i think it's an a license for or no it's a b license you have to get a bus license and so they'll ask you questions that are bus related and you're like what the fuck i don't i'm not driving a bus i'm driving a motorhome it's like yeah but it's the size of a fucking bus <laughs> and so you need yeah. to like learn all the intricacies of like well how do you make a turn how do you make this kind of turn when you literally are the size of the road and it's like oh uh i guess i gotta you know go in this angle or i gotta do it's it's really weird um the, the like the but different you don't have a practical test though like a, do you, you don't yeah. drive a car yeah you do uh oh, yeah you do okay. yeah that's how i got yeah. penalized for people cutting them off <laughs> right yeah, of so course I, yeah i was i wasn't uh, joining the but yeah. some some licenses you don't have to so the higher hmm. class the higher class ones you don't have to sit in a car with someone to do it because you need uh the prerequisite is you need to have a c-class license which is a commercial class which is the same one that all of us have so everybody uh regular and um business so uh, citizens and business both have c-class licenses which is just to drive a car um and so that's the prerequisite to get an a or b license so you can't drive letters here yeah and so you can't drive a bus until you have your commercial license and that is the one that trains you like okay what's a stop sign you're like oh shit that makes stop like they're not gonna ask you that question during like the bus exam because that's that's stupid like what happens when you go to a stop sign at a bus you stop the bus wow you're real good at this like, very good ding. but yeah i don't know we're so uh, proud of you moral of the so, story roundabouts are the best thing and uh stops are stop signs are very dangerous roundabouts stress me out roundabouts are okay i don't think they're that think, great though think of uh, them think of them as just a one-way street that goes around something and uh it's got yield signs on every joining road it's basically as simple as that so unless you have like you, the super roundabout i just yeah, i don't I, just, I don't trust them it's just I mean, a one-way road i don't trust yeah. the drivers though yeah I oh that's a different thing oh, I've, I've just driven for too long and just i've just seen other drivers and just for too long i've have... just seen like oh wow everyone's on their phone all the time like i just something is complicated and like no pause it's the dialogue choice with no pausing of roads <laughs> is just terrifying specifically I'll, I'll specify one lane roundabouts are fucking whatever <laughs> it's like okay yeah, sure they're easy it's two and three lane roundabouts where I'm like, I'm going to die because someone else is going to not follow the turn rules and they're going to be like in the wrong lane for which direction they want to go in and they're just going to fucking plow into the side of me or I'm going to end up getting plowed into because I turn when they don't expect me to even though I'm doing it correctly. And like that trust does not exist. I do not have that trust for drivers. 
So it's like I do, do you, I do not, I do not like that shit. Where it's like I'm in the left lane, so that means that I can go forward or left, and you're in the right lane, which means you can only go forward or right. So that means when we go to the when we go to the forward direction, I'm going to continue forward out of the roundabout. You better not fucking crash into the side of me. You better also be going forward if you got that far, and not trying to go left from the right lane. And it's like I, I don't trust it. <laughs> like I see accidents all the time in the roundabouts. And it's like I, I'm just any day now. Here it comes <laughs> someone's gonna just not fucking pay attention to how these work, and I'm gonna and that trust is gonna punish me. And you have to you, you see just have to trust accidents every them. day. Or like I just I just see them all frequently? the time. Like I just see like oh look there's another crash in the roundabout, and I just Man. go and I go around and whatnot. Like I I can't trust people. People are too distracted I mean, the in their driving, and you can't rely on them to know the rules. And roundabouts in particular are really so rare. And and like in yeah, in a, that, that throws a wrench into the works for yeah, sure. Yeah, so like people aren't used to them. Like my entire town that I grew up in, I don't know of a single roundabout. Period. There was one place where we go to like the, the the local park, like not like a city park, but like a national park that was like between a few of the cities. And if we drove all the way there, one of the back roads randomly had a roundabout, and that was the closest one to where I lived. <laughs> was one that was like t- kind of two towns away. Whereas now, uh, <laughs> I li- back road I, as well. I live in a place where there's a number of roundabouts just kind of scattered throughout the town. And in one particular street, there's four of them in a row. <laughs> like that one yeah. street, every intersection's roundabouts. And it's just like every single time, it's just like, I don't I don't trust people because they, kind of, they, they either are, there's a decent chance that they're fucking texting or something while driving. But there's also like a decent chance that they just fun- fundamentally don't understand how to use a roundabout. And that's dangerous. And they're not, and have, he, it's just, and they're not on the practical test because they're not, most people can't test roundabouts because there just isn't one around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's the problem I had when I, when I first, when I was driving in France, where I was like, yeah. wait, how do you use a roundabout? And I was like, yeah. I think you just turn. And I learned very quickly that there are very yep. specific rules that you're supposed <laughs> to follow. And I definitely just yeah. full on Americanized it, where I was like, well, I'm going to go in the furthest lane I want to go into and then go to the furthest lane i need to go into it it's yeah. like this is this is not like how you, a, a you can get into a crash so fast with that yes so fast. like a one lane roundabout is so simple but anything yeah, beyond like, that there's a trust aspect that's terrifying yeah uh, the, and i've I seen some bullshit yeah. i've seen some fucking european bullshit where you there's nested roundabouts and i'm like fuck that's you the super roundabout in the uk yeah i saw I that there's like a roundabout works. and then around the roundabout there's like mini roundabouts orbiting it and i'm the, like fuck you what the <laughs> you know the fuck? problem you know what the problem is with that roundabout is that they don't all follow the rules of a roundabout i fucking so, hate it what the that's fuck why it's is bad. that because because when you're in a roundabout you like you have right away you the whole everybody point else of yields. street laws is to have consistent rules otherwise people die <laughs> apparently it works very well That's, people apparently keep telling me that it's, it can't <laughs> i'm not going in the uk to the uk ever because of that i'm never about. getting i'm never getting on that shit oh my fucking god oh the diagram i'm looking at i hate it <laughs> do you do you I have a dash cam? so much no you sh- i i recommend that you get i'm a not dash russian cam. I got a dash cam when I got my newest car, and it's not. I say I'm newest. I'm sorry. Are you showing car. me? Is this like a typhoon? <laughs> Don't forget that it's. Uh, they drive on the left, so you're like. Do you I'm see? Sorry, the, did someone make this on purpose? Who the fuck did this? This is a crime. Who made? Do you see the center that, roundabout? What are that these? That center like, roundabout tiny... doesn't have right away. 
What the fuck are these tiny? If little you're at, looking at, if you're at home, just Google super roundabout, and you more or less get super roundabout. That's these the nightmares. This looks even like, stupider with cars on it. Who the fuck <laughs> no, no, is the one? The oh one with the cars God. on it. That photo with the cars on it is not real. That is a, uh, a classic cars meetup. It's not. You can see that a lot of them are just going. Uh, oh, it's like a display whatever. thing because it is. It is yeah, the. Yeah. It is the roundabout because you can tell that it's the it same. Is. It is the same islands exist, just mirrored. But it's a lie because the middle roundabout doesn't have right away, so it's like a l- bad roundabout. That Sorry, is evil. can you get stuck in the middle? No, you just <laughs> wait a little bit. So you can get stuck <laughs> in the middle. I hate it so much. I mean, yeah, but you Imagine can get stuck in any roundabout. Imagine what happens to this thing when one this crash is... happens somewhere, and then this it's is, like, okay. all right, it's shut it down. It, no, no, that's the good thing about this roundabout is that if a crash happens, you can do the um, like. There's two ways of doing the same, the same di- going the same direction because you can always go all the way around the roundabout, or you can take the shorter turn oh so, okay so the, that's the, a good thing about this yeah the third one you posted uh hold on that's uh, a different one though the third picture yeah there's one like that in dubai uh i accidentally also that looks like city skylines i, I accidentally <laughs> ran it i yeah i accidentally ran into one like that in dubai and i i was like okay i'm go wait I, I, no lie there... i can't tell you if that's a, a screenshot of a video game or real life <laughs> It's too. It's low resolution. It's a little low res, and everything looks a little That's, uniform. So I don't trust it's a, it. <laughs> it's a video game because there's a mouse cursor in the far right side. <laughs> oh, there it, <laughs> <laughs> it probably is City Skylines. Maybe it's an airplane. Who knows? <laughs> no, that's not what airplanes look I know. like. <laughs> that's what paper airplanes. Now look I want to like. make a super uh, super roundabout in one of my in like a city builder. I need do, I do have, it in SimCity 2013, so it doesn't work. <laughs> I have so many mods in City Skylines. I've been meaning to go back to it to do like the. Do you know what? uh, Do you know the 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 real detailers in City Skylines? Have you seen? I've I've never actually played City Skylines. I think. There's people who make who make like actual full scale. I only know do not eat zero one. Oh, I don't know that. Do not eat. Yeah. He was in my he was uh, in my recommendations video. YouTube's right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't know him. He's a he's a he's a City Skylines YouTube channel that also goes into like some political things, and then did a whole breakdown of like oh, why I, I Elon the, Musk's loops that thing was just like a terrible idea that could never work. I yeah, I've seen uh, actually. I think that channel might have been the reason why I got into a rabbit hole of watching people making cities in City Skylines. Yeah. No, do not <laughs> do not eat. It's a good channel. Yep. No. Yep. He's like kind of one of those like quietly funny people, where the jokes like sneak up on you subtly, like a uh, Gold Vision. Where it's like, oh shit, there's jokes in this video. I wasn't ready for him because you speak like that. <laughs> it's, a tr- it's a trap. <laughs> I think that's how I sneak up on people sometimes too. With jokes. Every now and then, I'm just like deadpan, say something completely fucking absurd, and don't acknowledge it. <laughs> That's so I'm just true. fucking with people. It's mostly my life. There's also sometimes a thing yeah. where I'll just I'll intentionally mispronounce something like twelve times in a row and just never fix it, <laughs> and I'm fu- and I'm just actively antagonizing people. Yeah. God, man, you know what my favorite part of fucking <laughs> my favorite part? No, of fucking I I don't at know the that. Roads in Dubai what is your favorite is that, part like, of fucking? Yes. The, my favorite part of looking at roads in Dubai is that it's so inconsistent. There's just like, yeah, there's roads here. It's like, are there? 
kind of. So they're halfway done. I'm like, so you, they're not roads. But they're going to be roads. Like, don't put them on the roads thing then. I don't want to drive <laughs> to halfway roads. Um, <laughs> I'm trying well, to. At least you have some vague direction of where you're going. Just think of the people who don't even going, have that. Going around in California, whenever you're in like suburban areas, there's just a lot of road stems. Where they're just oh, like, no, if you, you just like take a turn and then it dead ends after 20 feet with some signs. And it's like, and it's because they're leaving the stem there basically because one day there might be a housing development there. <laughs> and it's just like yeah, a wasteland. So here's, here's a really good example. Um, that happens sometimes here as well. Just not a lot because there's not a whole lot of housing development. Yeah. Europe's running out of country. <laughs> like, we're also not awful. We're also not growing in population as much as the or at all. Uh, it, the U.S. is growing and is predicted to grow for the rest of the century. Yeah, and we have a lot of space to put people. Got now with the fires, there's even up. more. So, yeah. Oh, Andrew is still looking at. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Uh, continue. The. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, those kind of, uh, I can't find it, but those kind of uh, loop-de-loops are just dumb. I don't... He's not a fan of Sonic. I, I just don't think you should have... Uh, what do you have against loop-de-loops? The loop-de-loops are the it's best. Just a, I, look, people, people can barely drive. It's <laughs> like barely something they can functionally do well. So adding more complexity than just go forward turn left right makes me scared because then i have to start like keith says i have to start adding trust to other people and that's just not acceptable i will not (laughs) do that for drivers and when you like when you present to me like hey look there's two two fucking roundabouts in one roundabout i'm like who the fuck who the fuck is living in the world where people can be trusted to do this you you should live in that same planet you should come to Portugal. We have cakes, I, and and I will cakes. show you how. <laughs> I'll show you how to have trust in other drivers. Like, Not that I, I have trust, I, but I'll show you how to drive like you do. When I drove in Europe, the one thing I didn't understand was you're allowed to t- you're allowed to overtake any car you want. So if you see a truck, you can just overtake it on the far left lane. So you just get on the left yeah. lane and overtake the car and go. Yeah. But in a there's roundabout? a speed limit. No, no, sorry, in just a regular oh. street. I was like, like don't fucking freeway. overtake things in a roundabout. It's already, the there's roundabout, already enough going on. Uh, well, technically, you can't overtake it enough. Yeah. And yeah. You have some, yeah, you you have some uh, narrow time windows, too. But, uh, well, but if you're on the left, it's so, fine. So the way you're supposed to use a roundabout, like a big one like this, is if you're getting off on the opposite side of where you got on, you're supposed to go to the uh, to the innermost of the roundabout. So you go the, you know, so you go the full way around, and then you slowly progress to, to the, the right, outside to the outside yeah. uh yeah. so like the the outside is for people turning immediately the inside is for people turning the next time and the end inside is for people turning at the the third one um which is why i don't like them because you have to like do this layer math and then i have to start trusting <laughs> people like you're turning here right you're you're gonna move and then they don't move i'm like you fucking lied you're supposed to turn here the third run is one was where we all get off to go to go to that exit so you fucked up and it's like those I don't like and that. That's but in any case, a, that's how accidents happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that seems, that seems like an anger issue. Honestly, you just need to and take it cool and know that they are terrible people who don't play turn-based games. Am, well, it's just I'm the risk a- that the cars can be 
packed tightly enough that like there's a risk yeah. of a collision if anyone isn't doing exactly what they're supposed to do. You just wait for your. It's fine. You just wait a little bit. If they don't turn, you like slow down a little bit and get behind them. No. Know what I mean? No. Just do your fucking job right. <laughs> no, what I mean is don't get pissed at them. And don't I, crash yeah, into I'm them. going to. Do your fucking job right. <laughs> don't get in the car if you're not going to drive the car. The, well, the other like... issue is that if you're if you're spaced in a way that somebody's on your flank, and it's and this is the part where you're supposed to exit, but they're not exiting when they're supposed to, then they could just plow into the side of you. But that's where the over. That's where that rule about um, you know allowing you allowing people to overtake you and allowing them to cut you off. That's that's where that rule comes in because if you're on the left side on any situation, but inside of a, a, a roundabout, and you imagine you're on the innermost um, lane, and you want to go to the middle one, you can cut them off, and they will need to slow and slow down. I don't want. I don't want to explain how they broke the rules while I'm spitting my teeth out. <laughs> no, no, but like, like people are just this people are just sort threat. of like it's it's it's, are, it's just not a safe, not especially safe driving situation to be in. I think if everyone's not expertly trained to do it correctly, one hundred percent of the time, yeah. People here they just accept that if you're on the left of them, they they will let you by. I think it's just more or less people just know they just learn that habit. I suppose this is a lot of aggressive well, assholes. <laughs> I like yeah, I never I mean, see anybody cut me. Off. I don't even fully understand what cutting off means. It's infuriating. Come to America. We'll yeah, show you exactly like what cutting people off. There's means. been, so, like, there's been so many fucking times where I I where you take like a covered yield right turn where like everybody else has to stop at the stop sign slash uh, traffic light, but if you're turning right, you can just do this covered turn into the into mm-hmm. the right lane, and it's like you have your own lane, and then you merge, and it's all fine. Uh, yeah. And I'll have somebody crowding behind me so hard where my my intention is to take the right yield lane and then cross over to the left lane. But somebody who was behind me in the yield lane will be cutting me off and driving and trying like aggressively trying to drive around me into the left lane and honking when I go when, like when I quote unquote cut them off. And it's like I was in front of you and we were in the same lane together. You you fucking I yeah. get to pick what lane I'm going into first. I'm ahead of you. What the fuck are you trying <laughs> to like speed around me and shit? Like I've I had think- so many almost crashes because. Because somebody like rages into that aggro lane, and I'm like, "What are you doing? What I the fuck are you I doing?" What, I think I know what the problem is. What is this fucking artificial ass problem? That can we're only happen. Today? That can only happen because your roads are so big that you have room to overtake inside, almost inside the same lane. That never happens here. You never do that. You can never like overtake in the middle. If you're stopped, like there's no there's no going around. There's like it's people are just so here. aggro. Like on the fr- on the I freeways, know. if if things are even slightly slowed down, God. you always have that one irritating, probably red car that changes lanes like three <laughs> like three times per second and is cutting everybody off. And like you keep seeing people slamming on the yeah. brakes and honking and stuff because they're just so fucking aggro. And despite all their fucking efforts to get ahead of everyone, you see them just slowly disappear on the horizon behind you because all of their fucking fighting is actually making them have negative yeah, yeah. progress forward but you see it yeah. every time and it's like I, I fucking hate people so much i my favorite is the uh my favorite <laughs> are the people who would drive mask. off the road they'll go yeah. into the side lane and just take off and hope that a cop doesn't catch them oh yeah I've like f- when we used to go to our high those. school and there was that horrible traffic situation where all the buses <laughs> would sit in traffic for like an, like an hour and we'd be late to our first class because the roads were so bad and there'd always be the guy who just fucking drives off the road and drives to spin like just drives forward on the shoulder and like a 50 yeah. percent of the time they'd be immediately followed by a police officer that's also driving on the shoulder after them and it's just yeah. like i <laughs> Like well, that'll teach the kids. Probably. 
American roads are a nightmare in part because Americans are assholes and in part because every single city is undergoing some kind of construction or maintenance at all times or the roads are changing or the roads are being redone or something and half of them are poorly thought out and don't work in their current form anyway so it's just like it's just a constant bad like there's so many deadlock moments throughout the day in every city and there's just so many messes and it's like not, i don't even i've never even lived in big cities and it's always just like yep this whole part of the town just kind of shuts that shuts down for like an hour around 4 30 when everyone gets out of work <laughs> and it's like you just kind of have yeah. to live through it there's it we, we pay we spend a lot of time paying a lot of money to fix a bad to to upkeep a mistake is how roads in America work. Is that we fucked up once and we can't do anything about it now because that would well, cost a lot of money. So you it's don't cheaper. pay that much money. We Most of it goes to the military. A huge majority of our state budget is for fucking roads. At least in California, we pay a huge amount of money. Well, a, there's a lot of propositions to, where they claim they're going to do roads and then it gets like repurposed for other things. Well, yeah, because uh, the roads are always the promise because it's the obvious problem. <laughs> Yeah, I will fix your crap that you have then to you go your, through uh, every day. Your, your earmarks. It would be cheap. <laughs> it's it's cheaper just to build more houses and then more mistake roads and then <laughs> forever. Complain complain about to build this. more houses, but then there's still the homelessness. And it's we some keep, weird well, stuff. Like yeah, like about the old house, we needed a computer part, so I drove to the street outside of our street and then just stayed on that street for three cities and then i arrived at the at fry's electronics <laughs> it's like oh my fucking god it's just one street just goes forever it's not even a yeah. freeway or highway yep. what the f- uh, what's what's the design of places yeah that well uh, that, that well, happens here as well i yeah. suppose it's just not that city is built like somebody had a fucking aneurysm drawing on a piece of paper so like like i think in the street that i it's not my street but it's like the main street of my town. If I go north, I'll go straight to the outside of the country. Just the same street. And uh, if I go south, I go to the capital on the same street because it's just like a main main road. But it's not really like a highway. It's just sort of a main road. I think that, I think that there, isn't that normal though. I think like, there was a hold on. Is there I for a, one street to be connected all throughout? If I'm thinking correctly, I think. Sacramento has like a really, really fucking dumb freeway. Uh, hold on, I think I think I'm right. There's, I think there's a dumb fucking freeway that, uh, you know how like have you ever seen? I don't know how it is. I can't remember how it is in Europe, but the, you have like the giant sign for a, a building, like McDonald's has a giant fucking McDonald's sign standing mm-hmm. up so everyone can see it when you're driving past um yeah. there's road sign have, no not a road sign no but like, like a billboard <laughs> or, yeah i guess a billboard yeah like a version of a yeah, billboard okay. that's shaped weird it's it like the, it's like the so, logo it's like the logo tower so we have <laughs> so sacramento has uh one of those it has it has a beautiful ikea sacramento california it has a giant Ikea and Walmart. They're super big. They have these huge signs you can see while you're driving past them on the freeway that say, come, you know, like, Ikea's here. And you go, awesome, I want to go to Ikea. Oh, you can't get there on this road. Wait, what? what? They Wait, advertise it and you can't they, exit? Yeah, you can't exit the fucking freeway <laughs> to get to Ikea from the road that it's advertising the Ikea on. Why would you make that? Like, <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. You just yeah, put it out. No you put shit. 
I'm just imagining they put it out on the exit after the one that you would take. So it's just yeah, like it's, you could have gone here, but you already fucked up. <laughs> just to make you feel like just to make you just shit on your day. But you can get onto the freeway from where that IKEA is. Oh, so it's the whoa, that doesn't oh, what so a you mess. can get you can get from the IKEA onto the freeway, but you can't get off the freeway. It's basically the same thing. Are you sure you don't want to make a U-turn on the on-ramp to go back to IKEA? <laughs> it's it's such a weird There'll only be four deaths. It's I don't I that's why but I say you could it's like get I don't know. The near shelf. <laughs> I don't trust like I don't trust big city roads. That's the best shelf. Just, they're just built like shit. I, don't know. I have multiple IKEA things in this room. I'm, I have I a lot as well. I have my, my chair. Big, my big shelf grid with all the books in it is the Calax. All of my cha- my my shelves are IKEA. I don't remember what the other ones were called. Only my TV stand. It's it. it's a convenient store except for the fact that it's not common. <laughs> so it's, tracking down the local IKEA is a trek usually. It's weird. I have the one IKEA furniture I have. It, actually, all of my furniture. Like, oh. one of the closest Ikeas is still me just driving all the way back to Sacramento. Wait, what? That can't be, that can't be fucking true. <laughs> there just no aren't, I, there just aren't that many Ikeas. There's no way that's they, the closest they, they, one they, they need so much space. Yeah, really? but, yeah, they do need a lot of fucking space. They're, they're, they have, like, a local community around each Ikea that's, like, a bunch of partnered well, stores that tend to be around an Ikea, and there's a huge, like, it's, it has its own neighborhood with its own custom-made roads that are just to house the yeah. Ikea better. And, uh, yeah. Holy shit. The yeah, like, but they're super rare. The I mean, I know they, they're like that, Sacramento? but what why would fuck? that be a, an impediment? It's just, that? it's just a lot. There's not a lot of... And like the IKEAs are just like expensive as a concept too, so it's like you pretty much just I mean, need to like. Yeah. You more or less just need to like. Wait. Choose accordingly. <laughs> there's three of them in Los Angeles, apparently, though. Uh, you know, there's Los like Angeles. there's like three in LA, two around San Francisco, and one in Sacramento, and that's most of California covered for IKEA. If you live in any other part of uh, the country, I mean, in, in any other part of California, which California itself is the size of, size of England, uh, you better be able to get to one of those three locations. San Francisco, Sacramento, and Los Angeles. And I'll remind you, Sacramento and San Francisco are right next to each other on the map. And it's but, a state of 40 million people. Yeah. And there's like four. It has as many Ikeas like, as Portugal. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a new There's like seven Ikeas, well. four of which are in one city. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, it's because one, it's European, it's most likely. Going by this map, I know that Google has like a maximum range where they stopped reporting stuff usually, but uh, Nevada looks like it has one, and I it's mean, in Los Angeles. It's, it's in Las Vegas. So if you're in Reno, you're fucked. You, you have to drive to Sacramento, California. Sacramento, California. <laughs> where is that from? It's in Wasteland Three. <laughs> Oh, there's just a character with I won't spoil anything else about him, but for some reason he has a voiced line that even happens during combat where he just keeps saying Sacramento, California, and we're like, I don't understand what's happening. Why is he saying that? Why does he keep saying that? Like Andrew it feels was like, like a threat. Yeah, because Andrew's in that area, so it's like they found me. <laughs> so weird. What it's weird so line. fucking strange. Also, I, I haven't seen believe. that yet. That technically the Sa- the Sacramento IKEA is closer to yeah. you uh, by like 
a couple miles. Yeah, no, it's I'm fucked. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to drive to either Sacramento or San Francisco, so I just whenever I have an IKEA thing I'm planning, it just it just has to be like while I'm doing something else. Why isn't like I went to I went to an escape room for my birthday last year, and that's when I picked up uh, my big blimp light shaped thing because <laughs> I, I wanted that, but it had to be during a different trip. It's like a weird, like origami looking folded like yeah. light tower. Just have like a lamp in my corner because it's fun to look at. It was only I, like thirty dollars or something. All of my it's weird. I have. I only have one piece of furniture from Ikea, but all the rest of my furniture is made of the same black wood material. Yeah. Oh, that's normal. It's also also often noticeably shittier. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I see, I I don't... I have a problem. I really like the color black. So everything in my my house is is black. (laughs) And Uh, you get your black electronics on your black shelves. But that's yeah, good, because like, then you can exactly. light it with any color that you're feeling like it. So if you're feeling like yeah. orange and black, you can make like it... If, like, little... for example, half your walls were red and half your walls were pink in your room? Yeah, that exactly. Sounds... Pink is just red. It's just, <laughs> that's just red. Pink is just red it... with extra steps. <laughs> yeah, pink is just... It's the, <laughs> it's the uh, pastel version of red. We should really get around to this question. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. have a question. Do we have a question? Yeah, we have a few different questions, but the, the one we were talking about doing today was this one. Daniel Leahy mm-hmm. asks, do any of you have an opinion on Nintendo making Mario 3D All-Stars only available for purchase until March? What reason do you think could could give a good reason to do something like that? Glad to have you putting out another podcast. Looking forward to it. Capitalism is the reason. <laughs> I'm uh... hoping... That the real, like, I don't know, the, the, the frustrating thing is that less, I tried Googling it before and I don't know if any new information's come out since, but uh, for those that don't know, Nintendo made a Mario 3D All-Stars, which is uh, Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy, with, uh, so it's like three different generations of 3D Mario games, and like a weird Battle Royale download game, all in one bundle. And so it's like, oh, cool, I get these games. That's nice. Uh, but then weirdly, yeah. it's like only available until March. And you're like, the fuck did you say? What are you even talking about? It's like, why are you saying like while supplies last about a fucking downloadable game? So I and like I tried Googling around and trying to get any clarification because what, what this nonsense is. And I couldn't find any, but it, it's been like a few weeks. So maybe info's come out since. But I'm hoping that it's just a matter of like this bundle only exists until March and then they'll just be available individually for like $20 each or whatever the fuck on online after that. I'm hoping oh, that's that what makes, they I'm hoping that's what they that mean. And for whatever reason the weird battle royale thing is only playable until March it says, which I'm like what does that mean? So maybe that's why cuz they're taking away the free to the free to play thing and they like they're just demoing it for a few months as part of this bundle. So maybe that's maybe that gets maybe that game gets discontinued and then the bundle goes away. But then they launch all three games as individual downloads at that point. I don't know why the fuck you would port three old games temporarily to your new console when you own them. <laughs> I so like I'm really confused. Regardless of of what happens after March, um, there's one result that ends up from this: is people buying more Nintendo Switches. It's a fucking because Di- it's a fucking Disney Vault thing. Like what the fuck. Like, like the thing is, if you're ever if you're planning on buying a Nintendo Switch, and if you are if you want these games, and if you want to make sure that you're going to get these games, then you buy the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. In this do you think they're, so do you think they're just doing this as like a FOMO exploit? Yeah, 
for sure absolutely yeah i mean maybe maybe like your hopes are gonna come to fruition and they're gonna allow the sale of the games independently after hopefully that is the case but even if that is the case they are not clarifying it so they're doing it on purpose yeah to, it's so to, fucking strange yeah I, it's not yeah. the first time that i mean if you look at, at uh games like Fortnite and uh, uh even blizzards by uh overwatch and stuff they they, they yeah they all have FOMO store the, mechanics but that's within a game yeah. at least yeah, it's not the whole game. Yeah, having the whole game be FOMO is just fucking weird. Because, yeah, I've talked about, like, I, I hate that about, like, yeah, Fortnite has a rotating store where the individual items are, like, it's only available for two days, and who knows if it'll ever come back. You better have an impulse buy right now or you buy it. Haha. And uh, then you have the, the uh, I, I saw that Fall Guys had that, too. So I'm like, I'm done looking at this store forever. Goodbye. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, Blizzard has that uh, not only with skins and costumes and whatnot, but also, like, entire game modes just vanish if you don't play them during the correct week or something although i recently it's, found that you can make a custom game and you can go down this this one obscure drop down menu to, to launch like franken junkenstein or whatever the hell and it's all there year round technically you just need to make a whole lobby because there's no matchmaking so technically oh. that part that i thought was fomo isn't anymore you just have to have like a, is, a group that wants to play junkenstein today <laughs> that's sort of um specifically in the microtransactions uh stores that sort of uh practice is absolutely predatory because it, yeah. it it specifically targets people who are either they have uh they have uh mental issues of of uh gambling addiction or or just because there's some people who ju- just get bothered more by not having the stuff that they want or fear or yeah the, the fear of missing out affects or different just, people differently. Yeah, just, or just the part of you that like you're you're on the fence on whether or not you want it, but if it's going away, then like, well, now you really like, you kind of really especially want it because like, otherwise yeah. you're denied it forever, and so it's like, well, I might as well just, I should probably just get it just in case, right? Like, yeah. I've I've, 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 yeah. I've 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 fallen victim to this uh, to some extent in a weird, stupid way, uh, which is that like I saw because I, I was I was like I was reading and watching B stars and this is like another <laughs> this is another topic that you guys are familiar with a, a little bit this story but for the audience uh I was reading and watching B stars a bit and I was like I, I like this and I, I just randomly saw that there was this Lagoshi like statue and it's just like this chill little statue and it's like oh it's, it's a like, figurine it's just, come yeah. on proper names proper names I, it's it's a statue. <laughs> I'm What's the difference between a figurine and a statue? It's not an action figure. It doesn't move. Uh, oh, so it's it's, it's so it's like statues fitting enough at least. <laughs> it's just Lagoshi crouching on like a brick wall or something, and it and it's just it's a just like a really pleasant looking like sculpture. And I'm like, oh, I I, I kind of want that, but maybe not. And so I kind of just like looked at it and then didn't get it, and then looked at it again and didn't get it, and it just kind of time passed. But little did I know that, like, the fucking anime statues, like, are, like, a pre-order system where you pre-order them and then they vanish from existence, basically, and you'll never get them again. Uh, like, anime statues are brutal, apparently. So, I'm just kind of, like, sitting there in the regret of, like, oh, I kind of wanted that. It's just kind of, like, it's just kind of nice to just have around. And, like, th- anything that makes gives any kind of positive feeling in 2020 is, like, kind of, like, something I'm clinging to. So the fact that it just was gone and, and I'm like, and I couldn't buy it in any store because it sold out universally in Europe, Japan and uh, uh, the United States. And the only people selling it on eBay are like, hey, this will be a uh, $400, please. I'm like, um, no, no. <laughs> uh, but like, I'm, it's like because I missed my chance and like the FOMO aspect takes place. It's like 
I, I, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm ruined. Like I, I, I just, I have the skew, uh, in a text file and, and every now and then, like every few weeks, I'll just like Google the skew to see if like a new listing came up somewhere because the fact that there's a thing I want, I kind of wanted and it's gone and I can't get it again is really frustrating in a unique way <laughs> that, that it wouldn't be if it was just like a thing that I like, like, for example, like there was a Geralt of Rivia statue that I was like, eh, maybe I want that, maybe I don't, eh, and I still had, and I never got it. But it's like it's still like it's still around out there somewhere if I if I really wanted it, but I don't maybe, and so I just don't get, and I never got around to buying it. But the fact that the Legoshi statue is specifically vanished from existence and I can't get it makes me want it way more in a really frustrating way. Uh, but I'm not. And it looks really cool as well. Yeah, it's really it's really detailed. It's really good. Uh, but I'm not paying four dollars for it. Uh, yeah. And so the 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 follow up story here is that I saw it listed for thirty dollars on eBay, and I didn't have an eBay account, but I made an eBay account just to get this Legoshi statue on eBay because I'm like I don't know what the story is here, but I looked at eBay and it has like anti fraud <laughs> policies and whatnot, so like they must just actually be selling the statue. I'm like I don't know if they stole it. Or, like, they're an illegitimate seller. Like, I don't know how they have it, but I'm like, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna buy this. Like, it's only $30. Like, what is there to lose? $30 and like free shipping. Uh, so I ordered it and it arrived like two or three weeks later. And you guys are now familiar with this part of the story because mm-hmm. I've, because I, I shared it in the Discord. <laughs> but it looks like it's a, it, 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 it's, 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 it's a strange product because it looks just like it in silhouette. But when you look closer, all of the 3D details of its cast are like lower resolution, basically. It's like a blurry version of it. But what's way worse than the actual casting of the mold is that the paint job is horrible. <laughs> the paint job is incredibly low quality. And it look like I, I, I took to calling it Ditto Legoshi because it looks like the Ditto from Pokemon that can't do faces correctly transformed into Legoshi and just did a really shitty version of him and it's like a, it's just it's very it's explicitly like it's a it's just a chinese uh knockoff like it's a shitty low quality product that's trying to con you by having you buy this other product that you wanted and it's pretending to be that one uh and like that's just mess that's a mess and i think i think it was you know, uh it was either a twitter user or bird or andrew i think said that it looks like the uh that stuff they use on cake to do like shapes and stuff uh, um, what's it? Uh, fuck! What's it called? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, are you here, Andrew? Yeah. For which one? Yeah. Do you know the what's the what do they call the the cake stuff that's like that doesn't taste amazing, but they can use it to make shapes and it looks plasticky. Oh. Um. Uh. Shit! It's the sugar stuff. It's <laughs> the. It's just. It's made. It's literally just uh physical sugar. That's all it is. Like you can turn it into anything you want it to look like, but it is it's nothing but uh full sugar. I'm thinking of the word like uh, I'm thinking of like Fountain, but that's the villain from <laughs> that's the guy from <laughs> Bioshock. It's it's kind of funny if I look up Beastars Legoshi, Fondue, it's the second Fontaine. picture. The, the your that figurine is the second picture. So you probably will get what it. What do you call the cake stuff? Sugar moldy shaping, mo- moldy shapes. Help me, Google. 
fondant. There we go. That's why I was fondant. thinking of fontaine. Yep. Yeah, That's it's like somebody it. was just saying that it looked like Lagoshi made of fondant. Like it was like a cake topping made of cake, basically, which would be impressive if it was painted in the same way as well, kind of. And, I, and I'm in the camp where it's like these people, they could have just sold it legitimately. Like they could have just had pictures of the product they were selling and been like, yeah, yeah, we know what we are. We're the shitty, we're, we're making, we're the shitty knockoff of that statue you want, but Hey, it's only $30 and it's yeah, actually available. Bucks. And then it would just be a legitimate product that people would potentially buy because you know, it just, if they're just honest about what it looks like, but no, the eBay listing for the, that, that for the product and they're still doing it. I think, uh, it just shows the real product. And then that's not what you receive. You receive their shitty, like, made-at-home, like, homemade knockoff version of it that's way worse and not, and, like, you, so you, as an, as a, as a buyer, you're like, oh, man, I'm getting a weird, I'm getting, like, a bargain. Maybe it's, like, a second-hand one that someone's reselling or something because it says it doesn't have a box and stuff like that. Yep, here but it is. But uh, instead, it's, like, a, it's, like, shitty garbage. And you're like, wait, you can't do that. <laughs> you're not allowed to do, <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. So I got, I, uh... I went through this whole thing where it's like I was trying to deal with like uh, I was trying to deal with eBay's stuff because it's against the rules to like receive a product that does not look like the thing that you bought. Like that's you can't they can't just ship you something else like that. Uh, But despite being against the rules, there's no consistent fraud reporting system. In part, in part, there's one particular page that lets you report fraud. But they specifically say that you will not hear about what the results of this were, which sounds a whole lot to me like not getting a fucking refund. <laughs> so <laughs> I report, so I reported the person for fraud, which they don't know I'm doing because it's like the whole behind the scenes secret thing. But then I also leave them a negative review, and then they freak out, and they uh, they they freak out, and they. Uh, Join like two you, and two together. They're like you, they're like you gave us a negative review without consulting us first because you're supposed to consult people first. But it's like, yeah, you're supposed to not knowingly f- uh, defraud me too. So, <laughs> like, you knew you're not <laughs> sending me the thing in the picture. So what the fuck? It's like, oh, yeah, how could you accidentally make how it could rubbish? you give me a negative review with, on my con? I thought like you didn't warn me you were conning me. Uh, and so I, I bargained with them, and they gave me a. They gave me a full refund and let me keep the statue if I remove the negative review. And I'm like, see, I that's I, the thing is that you're not supposed to do that. That's uh, the th- that's, yeah, and that's the thing is I don't like them getting away with it. But also, eBay explicitly is not going to help me because they yeah. literally said I will not hear the results of this thing, which means I'm not going to get a refund because that would be confirming that what would happen in the end. So eBay doesn't help you in cases of fraud (laughs) they don't have a system in place at best they might punish them but if they're not going to refund me then i'm not getting helped and so that's not effective it's a shitty system so i did what i had to do to get my money back because at the end at the end of the day i'm like ebay doesn't have my back so fuck them yeah and it's really tough because you can tell like if you type in b stars lagoshi statue into it's so much uh, into ebay yeah it is the same fucking just the same listing from yeah, you seven have, you have, different people. Yeah, and, and so like, 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 and, like just... and like five of them are like four hundred dollars, and like ten of them are like thirty dollars, and they all yeah. are using the same pictures. But all those thirty dollar ones are not that product. They are definitely trying to yeah. con you and hoping that they get away with it. And it's and like if you that... go into the feedback profile and you go to like, oh, what are the negative ones? 
uh the item is fake this is not the yeah. right uh, item and it's like different they're selling like different action figures and it's just the same issue yeah well, and ebay just doesn't punish any of these people apparently no. like they're just not actually policing any of this so it's at, at some point i'm just like well fuck them <laughs> if you're not going to moderate this shit then i'm not going to like stick my neck out for you and, and your shitty store that you're not moderating and be like oh i'll take one for the team it's like no i want my money back yeah hmm. that's the thing is fuck that, uh, that guy <laughs> Is that yeah? Like this, the it's you know it's like any scam where you have to hope that the the small percentage of people who don't do anything about it because whatever it's thirty bucks my fault. Yeah, like, you're just trying yeah. to bank money on those people. It's like no, nah, bro, I'm self-employed. I can carry an all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's one. You count the wrong one, person. <laughs> Amazon's getting into that territory right now too. Uh, Amazon's having a huge issue with uh, fake. <laughs> Uh, fake products being uh, being delivered. Did you want to? Do you want? Do you want staples or do you want a picture of staples? <laughs> uh, so it's like, yeah, there are there are people who are, um, yeah, people are getting like like bed sheets or something. They'll get bed sheets they order that are cotton, and they get them, and they're like, this isn't cotton. <laughs> like this is literally <laughs> you, you say it's cotton, and ever all the product, you know, all the things on this say it's cotton, and you take it out, you're like, this isn't cotton. What happened? Cur- Colonel like, has posted this adorable picture of like a crocheted Legoshi. Which is that, probably worth $30 more than the whatever more, Keith yeah. got. I mean, someone put work into that. Yeah. yeah. Keith is like... That's like, that's fucking handmade. This is just mm-hmm. like, the one I got was just like a shitty, like somebody has like a cast that either is the official cast of the statue or some something that's just like a 3D printed similar approximation and they're just like doing cheaper molds out of it and then just kind of getting whoever they have on hand to try to paint it and it's like it's not good <laughs> the thing is the the figurine that you want is like an official one it comes with a box and stuff if you look yeah. for pictures yeah any and, fi- uh, any nice looking figure is always going to be over a hundred dollars uh, even pre-owned yeah um yeah Unless and you're I, was someone for I was willing Unless to pay the real the real price i just it just you just can't get it yeah, the, I was, I was keeping. Thing, in, like, I, I literally like I uh, like write stuff. Anime had a, a release date, so I book. I put that on my calendar, and I was like, "I'm gonna check their website when the release date comes around." But then it was like, "No, that was only the release date. The release date if you already pre-ordered it three months ago." I'm like, "Oh fuck," because <laughs> <laughs> the pre-orders Man, were those... closed the whole time. It's like you did, it's fucking hard. It's weirdly hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're making a Lewis statue, but I don't like Lewis, and it looks not good. <laughs> Don't like. Is Lewis, Lewis the, the the one the horns? Yeah, the Lewis deer, is yeah. The, the the deer. There's a statue of him sitting on a chair and looking smug, and I'm like, that's not fun. S- limited edition statues are the only place you should pre-order things. Yeah, because it's literally not we're making this many, and and they want to ensure that they're selling them, so they make them to order to some extent. I think too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mostly it. It makes it's, them very hard to just buy yeah it's we're not in the it's one of those things too where again like if you go to if you are in japan you can go to a pre-owned shop and they just have them sitting right there in cases and you can just pick the one you want and this you know it's like this is so easy to do in the the country where this is a thing that people buy these <laughs> yeah. where they come from but yeah but, yeah, but, but when like, you like go to, yeah when you go to like the u.s and no one really buys anime figures here and that that much of a market there's, so there's no pre-owned market. It's like video games. There used to be like a lot of pre-owned video game shops, and then they all started going away the moment like you know that wasn't a thing people bought anymore. 
people didn't like buy physical games anymore they just buy them digitally like they, GameStop st- they barely still did that for on. for consoles though there's still yeah, a lot but, of isn't but that's there? the thing is like so the market isn't big enough that you can you can reasonably run your own store with it gamestop only can exist because it has so much debt that it's kind of just you know it's like in, it's in a company GameStop's Wait a going to GameStop's GameStop going to close. still exists it does and it's about to run out of money they're how very close they... to just hmm? how exciting oh no it not is... not exciting but however they still how are they still on oh that's right because when covid started they were like abusing their employers again or something i remember hearing about that that was the uh, thing they're like the first people to like make sure their people went back to work or something. Yeah. oh you know they tried to stay open like well beyond yeah, the they were, closing orders they, were a, they said they were an essential service because they are That's, they provide yeah. entertainment and it's like um, no yeah the but GameStop you just, is you uh, could just run your shit like amazon <laughs> Yeah, that's you can the buy them online. Why, that's, that's not that's essential. Reason, well, that's the thing, though. GameStop has storefronts, and they need you to go to the storefronts because that's, that's like all the money they've invested is into these storefronts. And that's how and, they upsell you uh, on everything. Exactly. Why do people and, do that still, though? It's kind of... What? Go to the store? Go go to GameStop, yeah. It's uh, like, well, people go to GameStop because they're... Is it all old, uh, old ladies buying stuff for their grandsons? Uh, so it's, it's multiple reasons. Some people can't, uh, some people don't have the option to buy things online. Oh, the internet infrastructure in the US, they, that's right. Yeah, they don't have a credit card or they don't have uh, a bank uh, card. They only have like cash and they just want to go buy a thing. Or they, their um, internet sucks. Uh, eh, that's, no? Well, look, if, you're, if your internet sucks, you could probably use your phone. Uh, and using your phone, it doesn't cost much data to look up, com- or like look up a product on on a. Oh no, no, I'm thinking. I, I hate, I'm specifically I hate th- using websites like that on my phone, though. It's always such a pain in the ass. What I'm saying is, it is it's but, very difficult for people with bad internet to buy all their games online. I because I guess, they're but, enormous. Did you see the news about uh, the new Call of Duty something or other being more than 250 gigs? Yeah. <laughs> that's just ridiculous wow they is, just, it be- just is, it, taking... is it because it's shipping with a battle royale yeah that, that I, must I, be I why they're just right? copy pasting like just another file. giant map so okay so it's like i can only for... see that happening i mean it shouldn't happen ever but i can only see it happening if they have like an entire single player campaign and a giant battle royale continent map and a multiplayer mode <laughs> Yes, that's the thing. Is that thing. it's two, it's two hundred and fifty. So it, it's it like still the shouldn't Halo be Master that big, Chief. though. Jesus Christ! No, but what they did is they broke it up into like the Master Chief Collection style, where you pick and choose what things you want installed. You don't have to like flat out install two hundred and fifty gigabytes to play Call of Duty. Oh, uh, right. you install the base game, which is like fifty gigs, and then it goes okay, cool. So you can play single player. You go, okay, well, I want to play with friends. That should all not right, be well, the base game because that's not the popular uh, thing. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, yeah, so then it says, all right, well, hold up a minute. Let me go install, uh, I think it's like tw- I think it's like 10, 15 gigs of of like multiplayer stuff. Then you download that on top of that. Okay, now you're set. And then you go, well, I want to play these specific things. So there's two multiplayer. There's PvP and there's PvE. And if you want to play PvE, then you need to install another 30 gigabytes of files because it installs the entire uh, Warzone map, basically. Because um, all there's like the PvE stuff just takes place on the Warzone map or on the Battle Royale map. Uh, and then if you want to do the Battle Royale, then it's like, okay, here's another... Um, uh, then the Yeah, so sorry, the PvE and the Battle Royale are the same map stuff you have to download. And so that's the 
like 20 gigs. And so in total, if you want the whole game installed, it's going to be over, uh, it's like over 250 gigs, but hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's fun to install. Trust I, me. I don't. Yeah. Well, if you have a, like a gigabit network, that's uh or a gigabit connection to the internet. Wow. That's probably nice. like an hour of download. That's still, oh, that's still <laughs> too much time for a game that doesn't look that good. Uh, it does look bad, doesn't it? It's sort of weird. No, yeah, Call of Duty is a very ugly franchise. Yeah, all its art all direction FPS is too bankrupt, like so everything looks like yeah. a weird brown sludge. So it's yeah. So we I, we're playing like the like the Black Ops Four Battle Royale, and it's like, why is my game my like my computer is like kind of chugging, and the fan is like aggro, and my frame rate isn't where it should be, all in service of like. A not great screen of, of visuals. It's like kind yeah. of muddy and brownish, and it just doesn't pop. So it's like, why yeah, are you muddy. wasting so many resources? Like Overwatch yeah. on low looks better because it's like it has the art direction to do cool stuff with it instead of just uh, just tax everything. Yeah. And even with all those graphics, I still can't tell what the fuck a gun someone's holding because everything yeah. looks so fucking hyper realistic that the guns Everyone, are like yeah every enemy is just yeah. a vaguely blackish splotch so it's like what are these visuals even conveying yeah like what is the point like wow that i can see that billboard i can read it says you're a fucking idiot for buying this game <laughs> i'm so glad it's in hd i'm just oh it's God, not free to I, play no what the Warzone is but not like the game oh. not like the base oh, the game. game yeah yeah i'm saying like yeah, yeah but you're you're still installing like a hundred something gigabytes just for the fucking game and it's like, why? Did, none of this looks good. I don't know what, what, like, who you're... Like, even Doom looks better than this. Doom at oh, least Doom has looks interesting, amazing. interesting arts. Well, yeah, but it still doesn't justify it being, like, I think it's almost 80 gigs. It's like, oh, is no. it very heavy? Oh, my God. Yeah. Eternal is stupidly yeah. large. It's like, why? I, I think it's it, because of the, the textures for, uh, for 4K, or for 8K, because, rather. It's because some jackass is spending more time making things than compressing things, and you need to learn how to compress your fucking files, because I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm not for textures, it's kind of complicated, because I, cool. I think textures can be... invest the money to make it not complicated. It shouldn't be the like, consumer's uh, fault for you not investing money into making less shitty products. They should, they should just allow you to... If you have a 1080p screen, you don't need super big textures they should just you know download the textures for for the for the game for the computer that you have because the, the problem i think the problem i'm not sure about this but i think the problem with textures if you're using them for um decal calculation and a bunch of a bunch of other stuff uh, like for example bullet holes and stuff is that they cannot be compressed like a jpeg they need to be lossless so they need to be like a png or a raw file yeah I was going to say, like, yeah, there's, yeah. An, there's an aspect of both visuals and audio, I think, where if you have them in an uncompressed form, they load faster and work faster, but it means yeah, massive files. For audio, that there's less of an issue there, because there's not a whole lot of loss. That in, was the issue with of... the the European version of God of War 3. If you've mm. got God of War 3 in Europe, they needed to ship on multiple Blu-rays, because they that was where the other languages were. <laughs> oh, because they, yeah. they had the whole game voiced in each in several different languages, so you needed a but second Blu-ray in case audio, your languages were on that one. Audio does take a, long, uh, a lot of space. In comparison, I mean. I, I would love to see a comparison of the load time between Doom with compressed graphics and Doom without compressed graphics on a, no, no. On a typical gaming PC. Because I'm not I saying the see, load like, time. 
Uh, so what I'm saying is like if if you're uh, the problem is that because the textures need to be expanded sometimes and repeated in certain ways, the compression sometimes creates bugs in in the game that cannot be. But that's that's like one thing. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's I think that it, um, what I'm saying is it's the reason why they don't compress textures into JPEGs anymore. They used to do that. Uh, some games probably still do, but if you're gonna do like all the different layers, like parallax and and bump maps, of course they're way beyond parallax and bump maps. But if they're because there's a bunch of technologies now, but if you're using all those uh, techniques and technologies over the texture, you you need it to be as as pixel perfect as as possible to avoid bugs and weird things. Because you know we've all seen a JPEG compor- uh, com- compression artifact, right? Yeah, but there's. There are things where you can get away with that. Don't you like, mean proof you can... that the moon's fake? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a JPEG artifact on it? <laughs> well. Oh, I've seen that. A, oh, my God. J- people are yeah, so dumb. There's a JPEG artifact on the device they're recording the moon Yes, with. I've you know, seen the that. the thing that's literally uh, outside of the fucking oh, I haven't, atmosphere. I haven't, I haven't told that story before on a podcast or anything. That we were... Uh, I've, been, I've been getting... Uh, Stephanie into like H bomber guy in Philosophy Tube and uh Contrapoints oh, and video so on. From Philosophy Tube is so good. It was really funny is actually I, I literally heard I, I could hear Goodbye Dr. P from the other room yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like just really amused by that. Uh we watched the Flat Earth video by H Bomber Guy. And specifically there was this asshole that has this this custom printed shirt. And uh He's it's got like it's like it's like is it uh is this the moon is this a lunar lander or a homeless tweaker shelter? It's like a really wordy, inconvenient oh my god conspiracy yeah. shirt, and it's the worst, and it makes no sense. And it's just but he's just a smug asshole no, that keeps I mean, like makes... accosting. He's always accosting people in the street about like the 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 moon landing being fake and so on. And what's fucking agony is that. Where there's this creeping sense of familiarity that happens during the video, where you're watching these videos, and he's uh, he's like accosting people at a mall, and we're like, that looks familiar, but you know it's a mall. Like they probably I bet a lot of malls look really similar, so that's not a big deal. But then he get, but then he's at like a coffee shop, and he's getting thrown out by the owner, and F- Steph is like, that's the queen bee, that's the queen bee. And it's like it's like literally one specific coffee shop that is not a chain that is in town <laughs> that she, that she knows. <laughs> it's like no, he's here. The flat oh, no. guy is here because he's because he's getting thrown out of this poor establishment that is a like a mom and pop shop. Like it's it's like it's a it's a it's a one off store. So it's like it's it's just that one. It's like oh no, he's here. Fucking kill me (laughs) (laughs) of all of the world he's in this town in that shitty video i have had limited success in uh convincing it's not really convincing but sort of shifting the perspective of people flat earther not flat flat earthers the uh moon moon landing skeptics yeah um i've i've uh, had limited success asking them uh how they think all like the vast majority, ninety nine point nine percent of scientists all around the world agree that the moon landing wasn't faked, and how they they how they can combine that with them believing that the moon landing is fake. Yeah, how they reconcile if you ask them, that. How they yeah reconcile that's the word. Because if you ask them 
how could they convince everybody to keep it hush hush? Like they they can come up with the ideas. There's, I'm sure they they they've. I mean, they didn't come up with the moon landing conspiracy theory by themselves, so they they know all the tropes. But if you force them to go to the root of the issue of why people believe it's fake, which is that they don't believe scientists and don't believe science. If you do, if you show them that's you know sort of you know you know directly showing them that's the root, but you sort of ask you sort of poking at the wound. If you if you ask that. I've I've seen on a couple of people, um, one of them very close friend of mine, uh, that I, I've seen their eyes be like, hmm, and they sort of dropped the issue. Well, both those times, anyway, they dropped the issue. And, and it's sort of like I, I haven't talked about the, uh, about that with them since, but because that's the issue. Like people, people don't or you know, moon landing skeptics. It's 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 uh, at the root of it is just anti science and anti. Yeah, it's up there with being an anti-vaxxer, an anti-mask, yeah. and so on. It's just you've yeah. decided to ref- to not take scientific consensus, consensus as being a thing that matters. And you're just like, I just know better because reasons. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm like, there's a lot like, of reasons why they, they think that. But it's, of course, the reasons are bollocks because they're, they're yeah. bad reasons. But but the, the reasons are there. It's just the fundamental impetus behind disagreeing i think is all there it's all just among 500 other reasons why it's dumb you don't think that like russian scientists would have refuted it by now if it was all a hoax the entire time it's like oh yeah well, the I mean, space race we lost are. in they actually faked it they were pretend astronauts it's like what yeah because we because russia and the united states are working together was, well they were working together to fuck themselves <laughs> Well, they were I working don't... together to try to trick the pop, the mass population, for fun. Uh, in a th- no, two, so two countries that have... like never work together. Yeah, the, well, that's the thing. They've always been working together. They just pretend oh like they're God. not working together to try to trick all of us I don't... into giving away. I'm, the point is, is that you can you can keep and and so uh, a conspiracy theory forever. Yeah, you can, you can just, come up with every. If, if you've already broken all suspension of disbelief, you can just keep expanding yeah. that bubble infinitely. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no like I don't. But if someone says like the moon landing wasn't real, okay, fine. I don't give a shit. It what tells you, have you to something say. about that person, though. Yeah, it, but uh, like I don't have to. And actually, yeah, every it, every Russian president or whatever the leaders are called was actually just one vampire changing his makeup every fifty years. <laughs> I mean, I would believe that. Actually, that is actually a believable thing. I, I could. It's more could believable buy. than the moon landing being faked. Yeah, I mean, it is more believable than the moon landing being fake. I, actually, you know what? It. I, it's I just that, don't. I wouldn't say more, but I would say as believable. My Honestly. like my reply is like if you think the moon landing is fake, go tell that to Neil Armstrong. Like, He'll punch you in the face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's in it on the I line. love it. Go t- just go tell the guy who went to the moon that it was fake, so he can punch <laughs> you in the face, and then you can feel what it's like to get punched in the face by the guy who walked on the moon. And you don't even need to do that. Like you just need yeah, to point no, a laser do. to the freaking moon. There's a there's a there's reflectors up there that are used for GPS. No, just satellite just, or oh my god. Here's here's a better question. The planet that blows up in Star Wars is just named after Buzz Aldrin. Here's Aww. a better question. <laughs> I just realized. I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> what do you? What changes? What changes if it's true or not? Oh, that's that's a really meaty question because it what, does change. Like, though, what changes anything about the moon landing being fake or real? Like th- the moon is still there like it's it's not like a lie the moon is fucking there it gives Um, them a 
it gives it gives them a reason to doubt the the uh, purported D- does it because they already doubt the purported ex- no, 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 but, explanations buzz aldrin yes, is still but, alive good for him he's 90 they yeah, doubt, he, he went to the moon the pur- he found the secrets <laughs> they, doubt the pur- <laughs> they doubt the purported ex- explanations because the, because they you know it's it's you know what what you're saying is that it goes the other way around like they have a, v- a worldview that uh i don't know the, the it's um there was this character in, in Disco Elysium that was this. Where was it? Oh, that lady. The the doomed commercial area lady. Do you remember that, Keith? Um, The one with the, the magic talisman thing. Yeah, the, the guy that's convinced. putting shrines on the wall because he thinks yeah, that someone's going to come after them. She was convinced that the reason all of these businesses were going to were going down and, and failing was because there was some magic going on, and then it, she couldn't see it because just normal ma- capitalism would work, and she <laughs> thought it was it was the doomed it was doomed. That's part of the and incentive so had, to believe these crazy conspiracies. Yeah, is that yeah. It's, it's more yeah. it's a more satisfying narrative than capitalism bad, which is often what's going on in a lot of these stories. Like a lot of people, a lot of the, a lot of the bad things that happen in the world are happen for really boring reasons, and also and, really yeah. nonsensical reasons. Like you also don't feel empowered to fight it the way that you kind yeah. of feel empowered to fight a conspiracy. So it's it's a lot easier for people like, to believe like the, if you're the one guy that knows the truth. Then it's like you're the you're the protagonist of movies. Are you? And that's more that's more <laughs> seductive of a narrative than all of the real reasons bad things happen. I, just, just think of the. Just, I, I like to think of climate change as a a, a good example for this particular issue. Because think of the reasons that's also behind. Just, well, that's also just wishful thinking. In climate change's case, if you just don't believe in it, then you're happier. No, but there's, <laughs> because there's, your world yeah. is better because well, it's not happening, and you just la 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 I, la unless la, it's la, happening to my you. ears. I can't hear but you. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if the moon landing is fake. It doesn't change anything about the world we live in right now. Yeah, it's because people Nothing... believe in conspiracies for different reason. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm climate saying. Change, like, climate change is it... inconvenient. The moon landing is just makes you feel like you're special because you know the truth. Sure. But at the same all these, time, all these so... sheeple don't get it. And that's why but I just the... like, I don't care, man. Believe whatever the hell you want to believe about the moon landing because it doesn't impact me. And you can you can lie about all you want, but we have literal videos of us going there. We have literal we have rocks, rocks that we got from there. We have we the have rocks literal, that came from the moon. Like we have computers. Yeah. The the thing you're going on the internet. You can't and trick me. They, they just filmed that where they filmed Tatooine. The devil put them there. That's, that's completely fine. You if you want to believe that, but that doesn't explain why we invested a buttload of fucking money into making hardware for no reason. Like, just no, we had no reason to build the most complicated ass pull machines to make a stupid fucking box fly to a rock in space. But it, we did it. Uh, it. So I guess good for us. It's better than spending money on killing other people in other countries. Like, it's um, it's such a like dumb it, thing to even bother trying to, to humor. But you're not, you're not, like, you're not. Uh, uh, but, stretching but that out to the rest of the stuff, though. But it doesn't put anybody as, at risk to not believe yeah, in but the moon landing. That doesn't. But like but climate the, denial is a risk. It can hurt other it, people because it's an extension of that same way of thinking. Because is it? like it's a lot. It, yeah, because it's it's a lot easier. And you can when I put it to you like this, you're gonna understand why it's easy because it, it is. It's a lot easier for somebody to say climate change is a problem because the United States government killed the electric car. And uh, they don't really want to have hydrogen in engines because they're all in on it. 
And you can see this is like a, an attitude, an uninformed attitude, but at least a little bit informed. Uh, they know that there's hydrogen engines, um, but it's an uninformed attitude that I've seen people say is, oh, it's the climate change is a problem because they, they just want to keep selling you f fuel. But it's a lot easier to believe that there's these two entities that just, you know, <clears throat> the United States government killed the electric car or something than to believe the reality that is the uh, that a hundred companies, a hundred corporations are responsible for 75% of uh, cl uh, greenhouse gases, but of I'm, the emission of saying, greenhouse gases. But it's, So whenever I, you say it's easier for, to, for them to believe that one person is doing it or one entity is doing it rather than a hundred is doing it, you know what I mean? Where, where the easy part, an easy expl explanation comes in? Because once you start to, with a hundred companies, you, even though it's very, you know, it's a small number, uh, and it's illustri illustri it illustrates the, the issue, but it also points to systemic issues, which is what the, the problem is or where My, the problem comes from. I think that, the, well, the way I'm more responding is like, I don't understand a necessity to even, I don't understand the, the necessity to even come up with such a conspiracy theory, let alone <laughs> humor people with either disproving or believing them. Like, you like if well, someone the, comes to you, you said, like the reason people believe in these things is because the the narrative is seductive no no and i that that i understand I'm, and the I, toxic the element of, of believing these things is that it snowballs into that once you believe one conspiracy it's a lot easier to believe additional conspiracies and then the next yeah. you're asking about the jewish question and then you're talking about QAnon and shit because it's yeah, like it just which, snowballs like you've already you've already swallowed this pill like it's just easy now yeah, that's true. I might as well get, especially because you, other then, people will believe Then you're completely unhinged and your family doesn't want to talk to you anymore. And it's, it's because... Uh, but, but, and you contextualize that as just like, oh, they're all just in on it. Yeah. But and then you just are. kind of become like a I weird, mean, tragic conspiracy burnout. And that's, that's a lot of those people. Conspiracy I've seen burnout. That, it's a real I've seen threat. that uh, satirized in movies and TV series my entire life. People just living out in the boonies and being like, ah! I've seen it in person. Uh, uh, yeah, I've just seen people I know just ruin their lives because they believe dumb bullshit, and it's like I there's no fixing the fact that they because they choose they've chosen that to want to believe it. They're committed. Yeah, there's very little. Yeah, there's very little you can do apart from I suppose being there when they when they decide to think differently. I suppose. <laughs> On that <laughs> note, it's probably about time to wrap this up. Yeah. Going mm -hmm. for a while again. Uh, if you want to send your questions in, you can send them in to dialoguechoicespodcast at gmail.com and they'll enter our backlog for future episodes and whatnot. <clears throat> if you've sent it in before, we still have it unless you got the name wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's right there, we have though. like five or six still ready to. to yeah, go. I've got a handful. But uh, yeah, so thanks for watching, like always, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Listening, I guess. <laughs> we'll listen to them like next time. Yep. Ready? What? Oh, let, thank you for yes. <laughs> <laughs>